Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live Basketball Night in Greenville, North Carolina, Baseball Eve in Greenville, North Carolina. Welcome in to the program on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And Chat Gang is already up and at them here on this Thursday. Come join us on pirate radio tv on youtube and be a part of our show we're also on facebook live so we'll be checking in with you throughout this day uh today's program man it's been a uh it's been a great couple of days here at pirate radio here in the pirate nation i was just thinking you know if you are a pirate fan we have information and sports overload coming for you uh right now and it's available to you whenever you want it on youtube all of our interviews from football yesterday where we got to news uh get got to know some of the new coaches and also talked to uh chandler talked to blake harrell and uh talked to the past coaches as well but damon magazoo my first interactions with the new offensive staff so uh those interviews are available if you got if you need a football fix here in mid-february you can get that you need your basketball fix we got an interview with mike schwartz ahead of tonight's game against wichita state you can watch that and then just a moment ago we were out at clark leclerc stadium we talked to cliff godwin trey savage justin wilcoxon carter cunningham and parker bird we'll have those interviews for you on this show and available uh to you in video form as well so if you are a pirate fan you have come to the right place we got it all for you here at pirate radio and uh it's been fun chandler the intersection of all these sports the last couple days and looking forward to hoops tonight baseball this weekend yeah a lot of a lot going on with ecu athletics and uh yeah we'll, we'll be uh hitting the football practice fields in a few weeks with spring ball too so uh basketball baseball football yeah like you said if you're an ecu pirate fan uh then you have a lot of information to gather and we have that information for you also another edition of the holt naylor show dropped three hours ago and what a show it was zay jones and justin hardy joining holden and the walk-ons plus they talked to matt shepherd left fielder for Ryder, and we will play that interview for you on today's show as uh, a new segment created by jack powers called jungle fever i think jungle fever meant something different surely back in our day haven't heard that term in a long time <laughs> but uh yeah there's a song called jungle fever yeah yep now that, i started singing it as soon as i heard holton say now it means talking to the opposing team's left fielder on the holton naylor show 
and uh, we will have that for you here on Pirate Radio Live. But that show also available for you on YouTube. And uh, if you haven't watched or want to relive the magic, you know Chandler likes to watch old games and old highlights on YouTube. You can do that with our basketball game from here till eternity. Like 30 years from now, Chandler, you can pull that up on YouTube and watch. Yeah. Man, all right, so the ECU versus Houston 2009 Conference USA Championship game's over. What am I going to watch now? Oh, that one-on-one basketball game with uh, Clip Rock and Chandler Honeycutt. It's only eight minutes. Uh, maybe worth your time. I don't know, Zach. Have we to ask Zach his official thoughts on that game? It was eight minutes of hell. Zach, uh, welcome into the program. Nice jacket, by the way. Thank you, thank Gosh, you. Gosh, what a jacket. Is he on camera? You want to show that thing got, off? Uh, let me show that off real quick. Bull City! So, I said the Hornets had to beat the Pacers and beat the Hawks for me to speak about them with respect. And here I am today saying... Uh, incredible respect. Incredible respect to... The Charlotte Hornets for winning three games in a row for the first time this season. It feels great, too. Feels amazing. <laughs> couldn't be happier. Three games in a row. Hawks <laughs> all-star break. You couldn't be happier, you say? I really couldn't. All right. Um, so, what were your real thoughts on Chandler and I's basketball game from last week? Um, You know, I, I, I actually expected worse. I'm going to be dead honest. Wow, that is great to hear. I actually expected worse, being honest. Uh, it was a long time to get seven points. I'll say that. What did you expect? As someone in tip-top shape who runs track for the club ECU team, mm-hmm. um, did that kind of just motivate you to not ever get out of shape in your life? You could say that for sure. You <laughs> yeah, could say I could that. Definitely see, that day when you were helping out with the video and stuff, I could definitely see in your in your eyes, like, I don't want to be like those two. Like, what I, am I going to get for lunch today? I was thinking about just being, you know, kind of lazy and grabbing a Big Mac. But no, I'm going to eat healthy because I don't want to be like these guys. <laughs> Seeing how gassed you were after four points, I was like, wow, okay. Uh, Zach, we appreciate your work that day and today. A-Harp not joining us today. Uh, maybe later on. We've got this issue with our athletic interns that sometimes they have to go meet with their sports teams. It's weird. And that takes priority over Pirate Radio Live. You know, you're on you're an athlete That's technically right. I am with my personal with, with athlete. The, well, the club yeah. track team, but you're not leaving for meetings and stuff like that. He nope. left for a meet last week. That is true. I'm not here on Fridays anyways, though, so... Fair enough. I still picked up the phone. Uh, that you do. We appreciate it. A-Harp did say that he would be uh, late to the station. So. Oh, I haven't even said who's the guest uh, on today's show. We got Jeff no. and Adu coming up in about 20 minutes to talk college hoops and more. We've got uh, Jared Plummer. You know him as at ECU Jungle on Twitter. Wanted to hit baseball kind of from every angle, starting last week with Aaron Fitt from d1 baseball we've had cliff godwin on this week we had the big donkey steven shock we had brandon manning who left a lasting impact on ecu baseball um p mace with the over unders so uh and holden had the left fielder on from Ryder, matt shepherd we're gonna have the guy on that's gonna be yelling in his ear through a megaphone uh jared Plummer coming up just to talk about his thoughts on the upcoming ECU baseball season and what the left field megaphone crew has in store for 2024. So we'll talk to him. Also, East Carolina pitcher Jake Hunter scheduled to join us in hour number two as well. He will be the Sunday starter for the Pirates. And to talk Hornets basketball. 
that is true i texted him last night well he texted me and said can we do 4 30 ish on thursday i said absolutely and i said we're not talking about baseball at all we're talking about the hottest team in the nba and he said three in a row so he is uh he is locked in ready to go has watched every <laughs> single second there's no chance no chance uh let's check in with the chat gang here chat on gang what's up steve is in the house he said chon's team with a clutch overtime win for second place last night boy we had some fireworks at uh aj's and trivia man that overtime sucks that, that was a that was a great game it was a fun. lot of drama there was a lot of drama how did you like the going up individually last night it was good i'm glad i won my battle i did too it was nerve-wracking so one by one and we had different categories nfl nba mlb for mlb the question was manny machado career home runs and it was closest to the pin both brandon manning and the gentleman from your team beat some hartzell guessed 287 so we had to go to a fourth overtime i mean what the hell that was crazy uh both guys saying the exact same number um anyway john your team takes second yep steve hill's team takes first I great night some, last night i guess somebody got the gift card because uh, i never got it uh so. talk to zach kaplan he got it yep all right that's fine he got it all right that's um fine. and by the way i spent an entire valentine's day with chandler and brandon manning because brandon manning and his wife went uh, went out there after they ate dinner I, uh, I spent valentine's day with somebody else and we'll get to that later okay oh all right, a little Chandler don't, tease. Don't get your don't get your hopes up. Okay. Uh, PJ says, "Happy opening day, Eve, guys. See y'all at Clark Leclaire. So, what's the plan for tomorrow? I will be here. PJ, PJ. Shirley will be in Tampa. <laughs> Zach will be in at right field. Clark Leclaire with Chandler. Yeah, he's 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 connected to the hip with me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not as student section induced for baseball." Fair enough. I like yelling gonna, at people, but I, I'll do anything for baseball. Nah, we're we're going to be some content junkies. LRB, right. Mark, Jenny will be out there. Yeah. Uh, who's hanging with me in here? Uh, A-Harp should be here. Alex Harper. And West, West. <laughs> That's right, folks. A West Hines Friday. It was in the man section. Yeah, so it's going to be a wild one. Coming up uh, Friday as East Carolina begins their season will be on Pirate Radio Live, uh, watching that one. Watch party. A Clip Brock and Wes Hines watch party for ECU baseball. Why did he swing at that? That wasn't even close. That wasn't even close. Come on, Blue. Derek says, good afternoon, Chad Gang and PRL. Hello, Derek. Jamie said, hey, now. Hey, Ch- now. Hey, Chad. now. Chad says, another day, another Bang Bang Chat Gang. A good day to have the whole PRL crew. The family. Pike is feeling better, and he liked the stream. He said he's not feeling good enough to make it to the first baseball game tomorrow. Well, what about uh, Saturday, Chad? Pike. What about Sunday? Good what news. Long schedule, a lot of games, long season. You'll get there. Uh, Robert says, when does the hole in Ayers show start? <laughs> start uh, Started uh, 12 at, noon. at noon, every Thursday. And you can hear it tonight at 6 o'clock. Right here on Pirate Radio. Robert said he watched every coach's interview yesterday. Great job, Pirate Radio Gang. Thank you, Robert. Thanks, Robert. Man. That feels good, that, Robert. That warmed my heart. Appreciate you Thank saying you, that. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Eric said, on our way home from Valentine's dinner last night, my wife and I stopped by AJ's. We got to see the Chan Man who was hanging with the Broskies after trivia. 
Is I, that true? That is true. That's who I was hanging out with. What? What time did you get there? Uh, probably it was late. Probably about not between nine forty-five, ten o'clock. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I left right after it because I had to make a grocery store run. So I split. I hate I missed Eric. Yeah. So me and my trivia buddies usually migrate to the bar after the uh, trivia round is over, and we were sitting there, and I looked to my right, and I'm like, I know that guy. I said, that's Eric M. And him and his wife looked all snazzy. He said that they went out to dinner and they just came for a little, I guess, a nightcap. A little nightcap. Yeah. So it's great to see Eric last night. Sorry I missed you, Eric. Then again, Sean is the the show, the main event. You got to see him. So good deal. Uh, Kaz is in the chat. Hello, Kaz. Salute to you, sir. All right. Um... I wish I hadn't looked at the line right before the show because I saw the ECU Wichita State line oh. on Pirate Radio for the oh, first time. I haven't seen it. You yeah. haven't seen it? No, have seen I it? have not seen it All right, for once. Wow. Okay. okay. Wow. Uh, East, Car- East, Carolina East Carolina has already knocked off Wichita State once this year. Okay. They did it on the road in Wichita. Okay. You know, the White Stripes went to Wichita. The band? Mm-hmm. I feel like I knew that for some reason. Yep. They said it right there in their song. Um, Chandler, what is the line for East Carolina? East Carolina? And Wichita State tonight, 7 o'clock in Minji's. I'm going East Carolina minus five. All right. Zach. East Carolina minus 3.5. Shirley, I know you hate this game, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to win it. Oh, wow. East Carolina, Wichita State. What's the line for tonight's game? Okay, so Chandler said minus five. Th- five. You said minus what? 3.5. And we are doing prices right rules. Minus three. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, uh, you would be close. Everybody is over. <clears throat> is this? Because it is East Carolina minus one and a half. Whoa. Wow. Really? Yeah. After what we that's, did to them at uh, home? That's yeah. slim. Yeah. It's a little shady, too. I mean, yeah. they are doing better than they were that way. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. Uh, yeah, it makes me a little nervous. But then again, East Carolina has been favorites at home against some of these teams. They like Who was the last game? Was it USF? USF, we were like four, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they... Got out to an eleven to nothing lead or whatever, (laughs) and it was over. Uh, So I kind of get it from that standpoint. And let's be honest, Zach doesn't like to hear this, but it's true. He's doing all he can, but like the crowds haven't been great. Yeah, I guarantee tonight won't be amazing. Yeah, it kind of stinks. So there won't be much of a home court advantage. No. And whoever can, if Brandon Johnson can shoot like he did against UTSA. I feel pretty good about our chances. Yeah. Uh, Chad's asking, have we seen the baseball team walk-up songs for this year? Has that been released on social media? Uh, I feel like they don't, don't they usually put out a playlist for that? Yeah. I have not seen it. It's one. usually on today or tomorrow. I, I would guess usually today. Yeah, you think. Uh, I have not seen that, Chad. But, Zach, you will be there loud and proud tonight, right? Oh, there oh, it is. Obviously. Do you want to run through this real quick? The walk-up uh, songs for ECU baseball players. Let's just play Have I Heard of This Song. Okay, yeah. We can do that. Everybody say yes. Have you heard of it, and do you like it? Yeah, your name. 
Dixon Williams, Calabria 2008 by Inner. Now, he played that when we were here one day. So, so I have I, heard it. I have heard it. And I, I recognized it from somewhere. All right. Justin Wilcoxon has Danger from Migos. Migos? I've heard of Migos. But I've uh, heard of them. I don't know this song. I, I don't know them. Can't say that I've one. heard of either. Cam Clunch. <laughs> this is... This is uh, Stop! Drop! Shut him down over there! Oh. <laughs> oh, he's got the Rough Rider anthem from DMX. Zach, oh, yes. I actually do know that. Uh-huh. I love DMX. Nathan Christman has "Kick the Dust Up" by Luke Bryan. Kick the dust up. Know that one? Yeah, I've heard. I, that I'm not. Yeah, familiar. I've heard. Uh, I've heard of both. Walker Barron has "Get Like Me" by David Banner. I've heard of David Banner. I do not know that song. Yeah, I can't say that I've heard of that one either. Ryan McChrystal, "Everyone's an Outlaw" by Brian Martin. Never heard of it? Nope. nope. <laughs> Riley Johnson has Run This Town. Run This Town tonight. By Jay-Z. Good pick. Okay. We That's a good are. pick. Yeah, I said it. We are. Isaac Armstrong has We Are Coming <laughs> to, to Your City. Big and Rich. Oh, Carter Cunningham, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Say a Cabo La Cuaratina. Where is Joey when you need him? By Joel and Randy and Kiko El Crazy. El Ahí Crazy. En el centro. Hoyo de Gloria. <laughs> so, I may have got Carter Cunningham grounded today. You did, uh, yeah. You got him in trouble with his dad. <laughs> I told Carter to tell his dad I enjoy interacting with him, on, with him on Twitter, and Carter said he needs to get off Twitter. He's on it more than me. And his dad replied to that by saying, you know, you raise them the best you can, and they just turn on you. That's it. The kid's on restriction. Oh. Grounded <laughs> so. on opening day. <laughs> that's, wow. That's rough. You are not allowed to play that baseball game tomorrow, son. <laughs> so hopefully he's not in trouble. Carter's got another weird song for us this year. Parker Bird, Shirley, going with Still Dre Good by Dr. Dre. Ooh, okay. There you go. Okay. It's our era there. Uh, Nick Parham going with Money and Fame by Need to Breathe. Never heard of any of that. Need, uh, need to Breathe. Need to Breathe. Uh, that is a, uh, oh. I believe that is a Christian band, but uh, yeah, pretty good band. Okay. Luke Nowak, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Yes. yes. Jake Agnos had that one year when he was warming up, and it's got the drums in the beginning, and it would get me so hyped up, so... I cannot wait for Luke Nowak to come to the plate. Chaz Myers has 100 Grandkids by Mac Miller. Oh. I know Mm, Mac Miller. Not familiar. I cannot say I've heard that song. Colby Wallace has Flower by Moby. Hadn't heard Moby in a while. Davin Whitaker, Hotel California by the Eagles. Uh, Interesting. Good song. I don't know about Walk Up. I don't know about Walk Up Yeah, that's a rather interesting... I mean, unless it's a... Unless he does the guitar solo in the middle. I would hope so. I would really <laughs> I mean, so. otherwise, that's a really slow walk-up. Chance Hall has Live Wire by Motley Crue. Yes. Okay. Pick. All right. Good pick. Good Bristol pick. Carter, Calling My Spirit by Kodak Black. Oh, wow. He's coming out hard. Jacob Starling has Cold-Blooded Soldier by Top Shakers. Not Top fam- Shakas. Shakas. Not familiar. Pretty yeah. sure that's how it said. Jacob Jenkins Coward has Country Must Be Countrywide by Brantley Gilbert. Makes sense for JC. Not familiar. Joey Barini going with the Chipper Jones Crazy Train, Ozzy Osbourne. 
Ah, always so. <laughs> Jason Janesco has "Good Life" by Kanye West. Welcome Even to the better. Good okay. Life. All right. Zach Root. This is a great intro song. I've said this should be used in pump-up videos, pre-game videos. For whom the bell tolls by Metallica. Yes. Great intro. Absolutely. And he's going to be warming up to that, and that's going to be hype. Oh. Ethan Norby. Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Okay. Going to have a football okay. feel when he hits the mound. That's good. We can sing to that. Chris Kaler, Welcome to the Show by Cody Johnson. Good song. Cody's good. All right. Drew Bryan, Shook Ones, Part 2 by Mob Deep. Instrumental. Wow, that is going back. That is going back. That's a serious throwback there. Jay Hunter, this is a, a classic. I would say it's been used too much maybe but for a pitcher warming up to start a game and you hear the stop it's good for a pitcher i like it stop me up little uh start me up by the stones eric ritchie sound of madness by shinedown tomorrow night dun 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 sad but true by metallica will be playing as trey savage warms up he was like a metallica guy hey hey i'm your life jd little's going with Freebird by leonard skinner (laughs) the longest walk up in history seven minute walk up you got to get to the fast part then he's gonna start from sheets and walk (laughs) all the way we all wanted to know what danny beal was gonna pick big deal Bar guitar and honky tonk crowd by Whiskey Myers. I knew it was Whiskey Myers. I forgot the song. Makes sense. Wyatt Lunsford Shankman is here for the party by Gretchen Wilson. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Heard that walking up today to Clark LeClaire. Jack De- uh, Jackson DiLorenzo TNT by ACDC. I have a class with him. I'm pretty sure. Dino Mike. Aaron Groller has a live by Kid Cudi. Okay. All right. Michael Irby Bones Carson Bayer. Parker Thomas, Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Charlie Hodges, Burn It Down by Warren Zeters. I think that's how you say it. How about this, Shirley? Chandler Williford, Jungle Boogie by Coolin' the Gang. Jungle <laughs> Boogie, Burn It Down, Jungle oh, Boogie. That's a good one. Jaden Winter, This Means War by Avenged Sevenfold. Ooh. Wow. Corey Costello, I'm surprised they would allow this one. Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. I feel like we're going to hear that one anyway. Yeah. And Kobe Wallace, No Good by Kaleo? Yeah. Kaleo. Kaleo. Good band. All right, there you go. The walk-up songs. Wow. Thank I you. know about half of them. I know the ones before 2000. <laughs> uh, a good eclectic mix, though. You got country, you got rock, you got rap, you got a little bit of everything. I like the the rock songs, Metallica for walk ups. Hell like yeah, that. I guess Broom the Bell Tolls and Sad but True is a little different, but like both of them are gonna be classic. Oh yeah, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, all time classic. You gotta do, you gotta do Fuel if you're gonna go Metallica. That would be a great. Give me that what's I tire. I mean, come on. Jamie says it's time for Bobby Pettiford to step up. We need them back. Let's do it. Let's do it tonight. Let's take a break, Shirley. When we return, Jeff Nadeau will (laughs) join us. We'll get his thoughts on East Carolina and Wichita State. Talk about what else is going on in college hoops tonight. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this. We won't ever, ever. 
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself? When you can be a pirate. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. ECU pitcher Jake Hunter going to join us later on in the show. Also... Jared Plummer from the Left Field Megaphones crew as ECU baseball gets underway on Friday. Ryder coming to town to take on the Pirates for a three-game series. So we'll talk some baseball. Still got some Mike Schwartz audio from yesterday to play, some football audio uh, as well from the Holt Naylor show and from our interviews with the coaches on Wednesday. But right now, we will head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to the BMOC. Jeff Nadeau, he joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Big man, how you doing? Good. How are you, Cliff? Hey, doing good. I will say we came to the table with five props last week, three from me, one from Zach, one from Chandler, and I believe we we pushed because I had one win, Zach had a win, Chan had a loss. I just needed one more. I had uh, a loss and a push, so... You didn't win anything, but hopefully you didn't lose anything if you uh, if you backed us, Jeff. How'd you end up doing well, Super Sunday? I had a good day. I won. I had the Chiefs, so I, I you know, props. I just I think I'm at a one a unit, but you know, I was happy to get a win. Football season comes to an end, and uh, this is about the time I first discovered uh, Jeff Nadeau. One of my buddies turned me on to him. You were doing a daily college basketball show. And and what I really loved about it is you were talking about every game and you knew about every team and not just the uh, the big boys. So this is uh, this is your time of the year, fun time of the year, Jeff. Looking at this Thursday night slate, we got East Carolina, Wichita State here in Greenville, so we'll be out at Menji's tonight. Line has actually gone up a little bit. Now I'm seeing two and a half. It was one and a half earlier today. East Carolina favored by two and a half. Um, looking at the best games tonight. I came across Northwestern Rutgers, and I want to get your take on the Big Ten, but also, uh, Jeff, North Texas and Memphis from the American. Again, Thursday is kind of a light night for heavyweights, but any uh, intriguing games in the college basketball world for you tonight? Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, as you alluded to, I mean, it's always kind of mid-major night on uh, on Thursday, a lot of uh, lower majors as well. You know, I think the game you pointed out with Memphis, North Texas is interesting. You know, uh, Memphis has obviously fell apart recently, but I think when you really look at it, I mean, they are seven and four. Um, I don't know if they were ever going to catch FAU maybe in the regular season anyway. I don't think the season's a total loss. Like I think we're, we're referring it to, I think this team hasn't played FAU yet. You know, we'll see how it goes, but it's all about the conference tournament for, for this group, I think. And, when you look at what they've done, I mean, they actually haven't been that bad when you're looking at it. They had some bad defensive performances, but North Texas isn't exactly going to beat you offensively. They're without two of their better players right now. 
Um, and if you look at Memphis, they fared pretty well against these teams that kind of want to slow it down, whether it's SMU or Wichita or, or, or Temple. So I think this is a decent matchup for them. All they have to really do is win here. I think Memphis beats North Texas. Kevin Nadeau joining us also in the American tonight. It's SMU at Tulane. I had my SMU take earlier this year. I said they were the best team in the American and would win it. And after that, they lost to North Texas and at Wichita back-to-back. Pretty much, you know, putting them in the grave. But they have won four in a row. They still got Memphis and a road trip to FAU. Zach, you always talk about how much the computers like SMU, right? Is that still the case? Uh, or has that gone away after those losses? It hasn't gone away. Even after their losses, what made me realize the computers liked them is they were high in the net still after the losses. They were road losses, if that means anything. It means something for the quad losses. Uh, but, Jeff, so this team still has Memphis, FAU on the schedule, USF, UTSA, East Carolina, UAB. I mean, if they put together a run here, is SMU still a team that can make the tournament, or did the, those two losses um, – recently to North Texas and Wichita killed them? Yeah, they were a team that I definitely had my eye on from from a, from a standpoint of if they were able to get in, I think it would be an interesting team just because they're so good defensively and, and, and they have some decent transfer players. But yeah, I, I don't have them in the running currently. I don't even have them as a bubble team. They've got obviously some work to do. Um, I'll tell you a team tonight or a game that I also liked in this conference is uh, under 146. Charlotte, uh, San Antonio. Charlotte plays one of the slowest tempos in America, and they really shut down these teams that want to play fast. I mean, you look at the first game, UTSA only scored 58. Uh, UTSA is, is a team that just really can't score. I, I don't, you know, especially against these type of teams. They can score, they play fast, but they're not good offensively. I actually thought about laying the number here as well. I think Charlotte kind of cruises in this game, you know, 78, 60 or something. I love the under had some value here. It seemed a bit high. Charlotte is a a good under team. East Carolina, one of the worst three-point shooting teams, one of the worst scoring teams. Zach, you were running off some of those numbers to me last night, the percentiles. They're bad. And uh, they look like an NBA team against UTSA on Saturday. Surprisingly. (laughs) So hopefully that carries over to tonight. But, yeah, the the Roadrunners got issues. Also, Jeff, I kind of feel bad about saying this, but then again, it's just big boy sports. Their gym – is it has a wall behind each goal there's no seats or crowd or anything it looks like a high school gym it was crazy to watch that game the other day but anyway yeah i i watched i actually bet on them a couple of weeks ago against rice rice had been off a big win against memphis i thought it was a stone cold letdown game yeah i watched the game it is a weird place there's a lot of gyms like that in america now i mean uh, a lot of these teams like queens they're from the charlotte yeah. um their gym is like it looks like a middle school gym. I mean, it's it's bizarre, but that's what happens when you get down into the lower tiers. But yeah, in this conference, I mean, they should they should have looked maybe a little bit bigger gym. I know their football programs at Alamo Dome. Yeah, uh, and then pretty good, as you know, with Frank Harris and, and that outfit last year. The so. basketball team, though, like it almost seems like Incarnate Word is in San Antonio, and I feel like they have a nicer gym than UTSA does. It's weird. Jeff, uh, one gym you don't want to go to is Auburn's gym. I saw your tweet last night. You said this season Auburn has had 12 home games, all wins by 11 or more, seven have come by 20 or more. 
it was a an odd looking line yesterday with south carolina auburn was like an 11 and a half point favorite it reminded me of when tennessee was double digit favorites against south carolina and south carolina went in and, and won outright this time though the the odds makers had it right auburn crushes south carolina and a few weeks ago jeff uh when coach mag mccarthy was asking us our final four teams uh i was like yeah give me houston give me yukon to go back give me arizona and then i said i want an sec team but i don't want kentucky i don't want tennessee let's go auburn and i admit i don't know much about them i know they're pretty good uh but how good is this team is this i'm fascinated to see the tournament jeff because We've been talking about these home teams winning all these games. You know, Kansas beating Houston at home and then going out and losing to K-State on the road. Who can play well at a neutral site? Who can play well when they don't have that home court behind them? You know, is Auburn one of these teams that's that's just living off a a great home court, or can they actually do something in March? I think that's precisely what they are. And, And I caught a lot of flack because I've said on record I believe they are a complete fraud. Um now, again, I had them last night. I think at home, I think they're very good. I think they can beat any team in America at home. But as you know, and everyone in your building knows, the tournament's not in uh, Auburn, and neither is the conference tournament. You look at really every step-up game they've had away from home, I mean, they've lost. I mean, what's their best away win? Arkansas? I mean, Mississippi? I mean, there's what, what, what the hell has this team done on the road? I mean, it's... I think they're the ultimate fraud pretender. And I've gotten a lot of crap for that because people just look at what they've done in their record. But I think when you really inspect it, um, there's not a lot here. Uh, now, if they go on the road and win games, yeah, you know, they got to go to Tennessee still. Um, you know, that, that'll obviously move a lot of mountains. But this, this team screams like a group that'll be a two seed and they'll lose in the first weekend of this. Huh. I, I got some weird feeling about that. Because I'll tell you right now, if they're a two seed, you know, they're going to get a, a Boise in the second round. They're going to get a, you know, um, a TCU in the second round. Like th- those are decent teams that I think this team is going to struggle with on the road. Again, if you can find a quality win they have on the road, I'd like to hear it. But even in the neutral game, I mean, they didn't beat anybody. Notre Dame, Indiana, Asheville. I mean, you know, St. Bonaventure. Who cares? I mean, a lot of nothing here. Hey, great cover by the Bonnies last night on the road, by the way. Uh, Nadu, I'm glad you brought up Arkansas. I'm a fan of uh, Eric Musselman. We've talked about him a lot on this show. They uh, they have done me right in the tournament in past years. This year will not be one of those years. And uh, I know the Hornets have a guy. What is it? Uh, Nick Smith, I believe, from uh, Arkansas. I saw Ricky Council highlights, so he's in the NBA uh, the point guard black they had. So is this a case of them just like losing too much in one year or is this, you know, trouble for Musselman in Arkansas? Yeah, I think he's just kind of, and I'm sure if, if we talked to him in private, he would just kind of say, you know, this just it hasn't worked out. Um, and he's never going to come out and say that. But, you know, sometimes there's the case where you get all these kids to come in from transferring doesn't work. Um, you know, Trevon Brazil, yet again, is injured. He was injured last year. He's missed like six games in a row. They can't seem to settle on a, um, a lineup. Um, and look, outside of Tremont Mark, there's just a bunch of kids that couldn't hack it at other universities and, 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 and came to, to Arkansas, whether it was L. Ellis or you know, Jalen Graham or, or whoever, Khalif Battle. This is the more one of the more disappointing teams in the country to me. I, I thought this team at twenty to one, I thought they were a real real bargain. I thought they'd turn it on like they normally do. Now 
again, maybe they'll make a run in the SEC tournament, but it's doubtful. Uh, it's been a very disappointing year for, for Arkansas. And I think for Mussman, maybe he has to rethink the strategy of just going out and grabbing every you know top you know 50 player on the transfer market and really try to maybe build it more long-term. Um, you, know, you look at long-term, too. I mean, they don't have... You know, they don't have any big recruits coming in. I mean, they're, they got a top 50 recruit coming in, Jaden Shelley, Shelley, but you know, outside of that, um, they're going to have to build again outside. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Uh, Jeff, before we let you go, I've been uh, re-watching The Sopranos for the first time and like the last few weeks. I'm on season six now, and I, I've seen you tweet about it countless times over the years about ancillary characters and man this guy was the worst or this guy was a great you know role character uh kind of cameo character in the show um off the top of your head jeff give me who are your uh your favorite characters outside of the main guys like uh, anybody come to mind for you who did you like on the show yeah i mean i was a uh, richie april was a great character um season two uh, comes in from jail i I was a big fan of his. I think he got like a bad rap, but you know, he's as far as like an old school kind of gangster to the core. He really kind of, I think it you know, puts that out there. Um, Johnny sack. I was a big fan of Johnny yeah, sack. Love Johnny sack. character in the show. Yep. I, I really love Johnny sack. Um, I'm trying to think of smaller. Um, Vito's funny up until like the final seasons. He just gets annoying. Uh, there's a lot more hateable characters though than, than <laughs> yeah I, I run into a lot of really just irritating annoying characters and man when i watched it 20 plus years ago or whatever 20 like i didn't i guess i didn't realize how dark it was it is a pretty dark depressing show for most of it but it's awesome it really is yeah. i also uh one of my favorite characters a lot of people didn't like was phil i think philly is a great character as well um but yeah, there are some there are some rough ones too. I mean, obviously Noah, um, that that creepy woman and uh, the the that was Tony's uh, dad's Gumada. She's annoying. Um, there were some, there were some rough characters. Vito Junior. He's a rough character. Uh, the father Intentola is one of the worst characters ever. Um, yeah. There are some rough ones. I don't know if I missed season five, but I did not remember Steve Buscemi at all. So seeing him was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, Tony Blundetto. Yeah, yeah. He's actually very, he's very funny. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Nadeau uh, talks about that and, uh, of course, the sit-down, real life, true crime and mafia history. You can find that. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff N-A-D-U. Jeff, always enjoy the chat with you, man. Uh, appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. Clip, if you ever had Sopranos trivia, I would never lose, ever. I believe you. Might have to do that one night if we got another. If there's a listener out there that thinks they can beat Nadeau in trivia, maybe we could set that up. What's the problem with trivia? It's not going to happen. <laughs> Thanks, big man. All right, Cliff. See you. There he is. Um, and Chandler, that's uh, your heritage as well, right? Absolutely. You being Italian and all. Um, let's get a break in. So I think we've got time. We're going to take a timeout. We'll come back. We're going to play the interview with Matt Shepard that he had on the whole Naylor show earlier today. Left fielder for Ryder. We're going to play that, and then we're going to have one of the guys screaming in his ears all weekend and his megaphone. Jared Plummer's going to join us on the show. So uh, we'll do that when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this.
are listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Clip Rock, Chandler Honeycutt, and Jared Plummer joining us inside the Pirate Radio studios, better known as at ECU Jungle on Twitter. And uh, the guy, one of the guys out there in left field, having a good time during ECU baseball games. And Jared, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. We're going to get your uh, perspective on ECU baseball. And uh, I just kind of tell the fans, too, the I guess the mission of the left field megaphones and the jungle crew and what you guys do out there. But first, um, let's hear from a guy you'll be chirping this weekend. Earlier today, uh, we dropped the whole Naylor show, and the guys talked to Matt Shepard, and this will be a reoccurring segment, Jack Powers, uh, came up with it jungle fever where they talked to the opposing team's left fielder and he was on earlier today surely let's hear that interview matt shepherd rider left fielder matt can you hear us yeah can you guys hear me sorry so yeah you just went out hey could you is there any way you could show your camera drew said you can't see your camera right now can we see your face or are you just like yeah. you know just chilling in bed or no you're good can you guys see me or now can we see him drew Oh, he's there. Let's, Let's go. go. We got to show the fans what you're going to be. Uh, obviously, I don't know if you – have you heard about the jungle at all? First, That's a great first question. Uh, yeah, I did a little bit of research. Like I said, I don't really have Twitter, so, like, I'm not big on social media. So, But, uh, yeah, I did urge. I've seen a lot of, like, the rowdy uh, comments and stuff like that. Man, I'm not going to lie. There's a little speculation that you guys are fooling us and you're really not the starting left fielder. So can you confirm that you're the starting <laughs> left fielder? Okay, so – I can't confirm that because um, our right fielder actually just got mono this week. Oh. So oh. Our left field is actually up in question right now. Okay. So, so would you are move you to right? Yeah. So I might possibly be moving to right or I might be staying in left. It hasn't really been. That's confirmed. okay. We've got a rowdy bunch in right we got, field. Yeah, we, we do. So first of all, who's your right fielder kissing? To be, uh, you better not come up with mono either because then we're going to know something's <laughs> going on. <laughs> uh, that's disclosed information. <laughs> <laughs> they get rowdy yeah, at Ryder. Take, take it over. Yeah, what's up, Matt? Uh, this is Jack, and for our listeners out here, we do have, like he said, number 10, Matt Shepard. Uh, while being the starting left fielder, he's listed as a catcher on the roster. He catches about every third or fourth game. Matt also is a Juco bandit, so he's got that kind of gritty stuff that we're looking for in like, one of us walk-ons here. Uh, he went to... Rowan College of South Jersey. He was a mid-year transfer last season. Matt, correct us if any of this is wrong as well. No, this is all correct. All right, Let's keep go. going. <laughs> I, I did my homework. Uh, yeah. Matt, we got a couple questions for you. Diamond Bucks 1996 <laughs> on X actually said, as a member of the Rowdy and Wright crew, we apologize in advance for any crude comments a college kid says. 90% of us enjoy the fun banter, but there's always that 1% who, think there's, who thinks they're funny. Best of luck and enjoy the jungle. So whether you are in left or right field, you're going to have some people behind you chirping you, getting to know you a little bit. Uh, is there anything that the fans should know going into this weekend about you? Uh, no, I'm a typical baby kid. I live outside of Philadelphia, so 
I grew up like a Phillies fan, Eagles fan, so used to like that rowdy atmosphere, and I kind of uh, I do appreciate it actually. It's uh, you feed off of it. Yeah, I enjoy it. I think it's the best way to go about sports, and I think it brings people together. So. Let's go. You gonna chirp back some? You got to chirp back some. Look, we might even be out there too. Uh, you got to chirp back with the boys. I hope I get to meet you guys. I think it'd be awesome. We hey, might have to bring them a shirt. We're gonna bring them a shirt politics. and a beer. At the end of the game, we're gonna let you shotgun a beer with the boys. <laughs> I don't know if coaches. Your coach is not gonna be happy wait about for that. Coach, one. get on the bus. <laughs> uh, one thing about us, Matt, is this is the people show. Uh, so you could choose to answer that answer this how you'd like. Um, but I feel like I have an obligation to ask you. Oh, God. When you go to a place like ECU to play ball, where they're known for partying and having great-looking women, are you and the boys on the team on Tinder, or are you guys too locked in? Like, what's your approach on that on road trips? Um, I mean, I've had, I have a girlfriend. I'm six years, so probably not me. But <laughs> probably a lot of kids that will be out there looking for something. Yeah. Oh, so they are. Uh, what's the girlfriend's that. name? Can, can she get a shout-out on the show? Yeah, her name's Natalie. Natalie, Natalie, let's go. Natalie. It's going to be some Natalie chirps. Oh, you're going to hear some Natalie chirps now. You don't know what you just – I'm just kidding. Caden, you got anything? Yeah, I was looking. You guys have the Zen Den. I was curious if you guys uh, – is that a natural Zen or are you guys also popping in the Zens on the upper and lower decks? So Zens definitely go in both upper and lower decks. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, I don't live on campus. I've never lived on campus, so I don't even – when I seen that picture on Twitter, I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I gotta ask if, 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 if is it natural or, or helped. So that's awesome, Matt. What is uh, your your predictions for the weekend, man? We got to hear. Uh, uh, like I said, a bunch of ECU fans are going to listen to this. What are you predicting is going to go down in this series, series one of the year? So I think it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, I think a lot of people tend to sleep on us because we're a smaller program, but I think we match up pretty well with most teams in the country. Um, I think one thing we have going for us is like we have a lot of heart, especially when we get on a baseball field. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be a, definitely a really good series. I don't know. Well, I couldn't tell you what the prediction is, who's going to win what, what games, but I can definitely tell you it's going to be a good three game series. So, oh yeah, respect the underdog awesome. mentality. Even ECU has that now. Like obviously ECU is a little bit bigger school than you guys, but we also have the underdog mentality. So respect that. Oh, you're going to have a good time. My advice to you. And we tweeted this out too and got some comments. Is like, I was like, what, what should we ask him? Because we're probably the most viewed ECU show. Like, probably half the people in that stadium will watch this interview beforehand. So, our their message to you, the left field megaphone's message to you, right. was have fun with it. It can either be one of the best times of your life, or if you just ignore them, they're going to make it hell and one of the worst times. So, chat back with them, have fun with it. Uh, they will obviously, I mean, you'll you'll have a blast, dude. It's a special place to play. Um, Jack. Yeah, you talk about how you guys are, are a team with a lot of heart. Uh, last year, you guys went into Oklahoma and took the first game of the series from them. Um, how does that prepare you for going into Greenville? And also, like you talked about uh, your team and how you're playing. Like, are, should we expect a small ball kind of game, or or what's your kind of strategy as a team and, and unit? Um, you could definitely expect some small ball in situations call for it, but for the most part, we're. Uh, we're down to play teams straight up, and I think that's one thing that we're not really afraid of doing. So I think it's going to be a really good series. Hey, man, um, if you drop a nuke this weekend, do you do you hit dingers? Do you hit some bombs? Yeah, I'll sneak one in there every once in a while. <laughs> hey, so if you do this weekend, you gotta uh, you got to point towards us or something. you got to give us some sort of a shout-out, and then at the end of the series, we'll hook you up with a shirt. Where? I'll give you guys a nice little heart. 
<laughs> for sure. Do y'all have anything else for you, Luis? Yeah, the left the left field uh, in the jungle is known for the hospitality. If you're offered a hot dog or a barbecue sandwich, what are you taking? Barbecue sandwich. You're in the southern uh, hemisphere. Oh, you got to try it. Yeah. You playing slaw on that or no slaw on your barbecue sandwich? I've never been a huge slaw guy, but I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really picky, so I'd probably put it on there. There we go. There we go. So if we get you a barbecue sandwich <laughs> in left field, would you put it in the back pocket, go and eat it in the dugout? I'll eat it right then and there. All right. We yeah, might be able to make that We're happen. clipping this. We're putting it on social media. So we're going to be out there with you with a barbecue sandwich. For sure. And Matt, uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, we know you're busy getting in season. We're looking forward to hosting you and your whole team here uh, for a great weekend of opening college baseball. And uh, best of luck this season, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Thank yeah, good luck, you. brother. Hey, have fun with it for real. Just chirp back, uh, make it fun, and uh, we'll make it fun too. An awesome weekend. Thank you, guys. All right, Matt Shepard earlier on the Holton Ayler Show uh, with Jack Powers, Kate Norman, Drew Dodder. Great interview and really sounds like a great young man and the perfect kind of guy to interact with you guys out there jared yeah i'm excited actually i wasn't even listening but some about natalie and, and i'm just kidding yeah, <laughs> yeah. no we'll, uh, we'll have a good time jared already had all that information he mm-hmm. knew that well before uh, he came in here so he's got that ready to go all right let's get a break when we return we'll talk to jerry we'll talk more pirate baseball jake hunter uh, expected to join us in hour number two we've got football and basketball content to get to as well busy uh, two hours coming up here on Pirate Radio Live. Pirate Hoops tonight. Home favorites against the Shockers of Wichita State. We'll have more for you on Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Did you know there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DOLL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Shirley Rhodes, intern Zach. Intern Alex, Alex Harper here. Fresh off a uh, football meeting, everything good. You didn't get cut, did you? Are you still on the team? Your key fob. No, I have survived <laughs> another day. Yeah, all right. That's I'm what we like to hear. Team. I'm going to ask uh, Alex what Matt drills are at some point on this show. Um, but not now. Okay. Thank you. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios, along with Chandler Honeycutt, is Jared Plummer at ECU Jungle. 
And uh, we won't keep you too long. We want that voice loud and ready to go, Jared, at, at full throttle on Friday. But, man, I know you're pumped up for another Pirate Baseball yeah, season. Yeah, man. Hey, it's greatest time of the year. This should be a national holiday. In our family, it is. Yeah. Chandler asked what you were uh, serving up tomorrow. What are we cooking? You said hamburgers, hot Pretty dogs. Pretty classic. Yeah, it is. Day. It is ECU's July 4th for Jared. By God, it is. You, you know it. <laughs> Do you sleep well on opening day eve? You want to know the truth? No, because actually even last night, uh, opening day eve, eve last mm-hmm. night, eve, eve. I, man, I swear to you, I was thinking about football. I mean, baseball. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about ECU baseball, man. So is it about the baseball or is it about the camaraderie like it's everything right it's not just hey i'm a huge baseball fan it's the people you're out there with it's the family it's the non-blood family it's all that right yeah so you know you have an ex- you have an, uh, an excuse for everybody to get together at the same time right. right and uh and and everybody's pulling in the same way and it's it's amazing when you see you know three four five six thousand people all together right just all to support one team and a group of guys that have been busting their tails for however many months you know and um uh, my i love baseball but i love more than anything the atmosphere and all that's associated with it yeah it's a it's a great thing about sports i bring this up a, a lot but the sklar brothers i don't know if you know those comedians the twins they are huge sports guys they used to have cheap seats on espn classic back in the day uh but in that comedy community and they say it it's all nerds and stuff that don't like sports and they're always like asking them why are y'all so into sports it's just not my thing he explains to them they're from st louis he's like can you just imagine an entire city all agreeing and getting behind one thing and and having fun with each other like with so much negativity out there uh sports really is that one uniting factor and ecu baseball certainly is that because it does feel like a big family when you're out of clock yeah, and and well I, I heard you say that you felt like we we're just a group of nerds all associated with each other that's what i heard from your, from your story, which is <laughs> no you're not the nerds no, the comedy, no, but we are sports nerds no doubt we're all in man but no no hey to go back to it though no uh, this is i think the jungle is a microcosm of the pirate nation right and then within that you've got the group of megaphones which is a group of idiots that uh just love chatting and bantering and, and having that having that back and forth with a player or back and forth with the team and you get you develop those relationships with the guys like a like a hoover and stuff like you know you yeah. develop those times over the years and you get another family and stuff so it's way bigger than a nine inning game man it's so much bigger than that so how did you first get involved with the left field megaphone guys uh, so after graduating from ecu i uh, i worked with college athletics for a third of my life and then uh, back in 2012 i moved back uh, to Greenville, East North Carolina. Mom had some health issues. So um, I moved back to Greenville and I, look, I was a jungle guy when I was a student, right? All throughout, I'd hold Harrington field days, you know, up in the pine trees and all. So I, I loved it back then. Um, but then, I, you know, I, I saw the group of guys. I knew I knew Brian Dilday. We were, um, a, my undergrad degrees in sports medicine. He was like a ninth year, I guess he had, you know, he's, he was Van Wilder. He was in school <laughs> forever. Um, but uh, he, in the group of guys they had a couple megaphones i was like that's kind of cool i'd hang out in, in uh, left field and then just over time i was like all right let me grab a megaphone so here we go so that's that's where we are and uh yeah it's uh, it's one staple uh each and every game that uh, you'll find at clark leclerc stadium looking forward to another baseball season beginning on friday east carolina taking on Ryder. what did you think of the interview with uh with matt shepherd there i thought it was great hey, look i love uh, i love that um that those guys at uh, the whole nailer show that's uh that's a great little uh, look and that that's a great segment 
that they're going to do something. Absolutely, great idea by I Jack mean, Powers. Yeah, do something every week, you know, and it's going to be the, uh, the 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 left footer for the opposing team if they get assuming they can get him. Uh, no, I loved it, and um, look, I, I, I love his energy, you know, the Philly guy. So I like the, you know a little bit of trash talk. There's a there's some bantering fun within that. So it's, you, you already know you're going to have a good time this weekend. I saw you kind of put out some do's and don'ts a week or so ago about how to interact with the uh, with the jungle. So what are your key points you would like to? to get across to the left fielders for the opposing team. Yeah, sure, I got you. So, uh, so for what it's worth, I take the uh, I take the lead of the guys that started the jungle. Uh, you know, some, some of the guys that are we call them the OGs over in center field. Um, get, be polite, don't cuss, um, but wear them out. So as long as you're having a good time and that other kid's having a good time, um, you're doing your job. And in the end, we are trying to get in his head. Don't 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 mistake in it, right? But um, it's all about having a great time and, and having the interaction with the kids. And the man, especially in regionals, you've had so many cool moments out there with opposing players eating hot dogs and stuff I, out there I, with you. I think of the Quinnipiac guys mm-hmm. going out there after we beat them, and then they join your tailgate and we're eating your food and yep. just kind of hanging out. That's kind of like the relationships you guys form, especially in those regional type atmosphere yeah that's the best that was 2021 right yep. i guess um yeah so quinnipiac so you've got uh, anthony cruz and uh colin donnelly was the was the uh, oh the yeah pitcher, right yeah the guy that was chirping on twitter before in a i am the jungle and i guess the joke there was that he and um he and uh cooch played summer ball together and so they he already knew that he could kind of banter about i think oh, they were, okay so they played some sort of that. yep some sort of summer ball together and um no so we we had a chance to kind of meet um anthony in left field for you know i guess game one and he was awesome and then we realized we ended up going to support him for for their other follow-up games and later um yeah he came back um i guess uh, the last pitch and change we knew he was a senior and um he came back and chatted with us and i've got videos of that i, I post on social media that's those are the, some of the good times i don't think i told anyone this because i felt like pirate nation would be mad at me but that guy so we had some interactions on dm and he said if, if when i come into pitch can y'all play welcome to the jungle <laughs> and the, it actually was played and I, I felt bad like in the moment i was like am i like a traitor oh, at this awesome. moment or did i i just think it was really cool the whole because he came into an important game that they yeah. won i believe That's right. right he did and we had to, to come back and beat him but that that all those weekends, man, those are just magical weekends when you get these teams in here. When you got so much baseball going on, high level baseball. We we're talking about our, our favorite sports days of the year. Mm-hmm. Would yours be tomorrow, opening day of East? Yeah, baseball? so that's number one. Okay, yeah. My uh, my number five was <laughs> the Saturday of the regional when it's usually one versus two. Yeah. And you start with some daylight and the sunset. That Saturday evening, evening game. game yeah. No, that is my, that is top five best day. Well, you've also got the Charlotte game from 19, maybe? Yeah. 2019, the year we won the, re- the, the, the regional at home. Um, no, you're right. It was the same thing. It was a, Look, and I think during the latter part of the year, right around the seventh inning is when the sun sets. And I, and I, I mean, and looking over left field, looking over the jungle, you get that beautiful purple uh, man. I'm telling you, you can't tell me God's not a pirate, right? So, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. but no, that's the greatest. Uh, no, that is the greatest time of year, and associated with some of the greatest games, highest energy. Oh, uh, you're right. Uh, Norm Fear Seven One Four says, Jared, I'm watching you. You better not embarrass us. Sorry for the alias, but you know who this is. I don't know who it is. Norm Fear Seven One Four. He, sa- he says, just clowning, no probation for me this year, showing up painted this year. That- I feel uncomfortable. I don't know what he's saying. Well, he's watching you. He's it watching like you, did- so you better watch out Is this now. my camera? I'm watching you back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you. Uh, Jared, uh, 
what are your thoughts on the team itself going into this year it's hard not to be excited about it yeah. you know, look i'm a i'm a i'm a pretty blunt guy but i'm also a rah-rah right so um uh it's hard to it's going to be hard to top our pitching staff this year and i don't just mean the frontline guys i'm talking about the guys in the bullpen um uh, whether it be young arms or experienced arms um it, look if, if in the past if you didn't have the pitching that's not what that is what uh, did not allow you to get farther along in the postseason we have so we have four or five potential starters right starting starting arms and then so it's just a matter of like then who becomes the guy first guy to the pen who's the guy at the back in the pen so i think our versatility at pitching is elite this year i really do um and look and i, I love our i love our hitters too so i just you know I'm, I'm excited i really am i think this is a another big year coming up and one thing that you do that i really enjoy uh keeping up with is you keep records of what the pirates <laughs> are winning and losing in a in, in what sort of uniform they're yeah. in um how, how did you start that when did you start that and what is your favorite uniform combination all right i'll answer the the last one first pinstripes easy yeah i'm a pin guy you know the issue with that though apparently they uniform. are a different feel yeah so and they're heavy or I something i heard that this year they either this year or last year was the first year with the new ones okay yeah, so, so that two years ago that resolved? was an issue apparently it was okay. like itchy yeah and it was like almost because stiff. i tell the guys y'all look so clean they're the best looking but if they're not comfortable to you you probably shouldn't they wear them a lot yeah, yeah so apparently it had something to do with the material i heard the same thing and yeah. I, I believe last year um uh, was the first year with the new ones. I, hopefully that's been Nick's. But, I mean, the second favorite uniform combo has got to be the gold, right, with the camos because it means a sweep Sunday. Sweep Sunday. Sweep. Right? But, yeah, so to go back down, um, I created a matrix because I thought it was interesting. It's like, you know, you, you have all the people that are fussing about the white helmets in, in football. Oh, we don't win on the white helmets. And then one day I was like, you know, let's see. So, you know, let's carry it over to baseball. So, yeah. Now, you're not a nerd at all, Jared. I don't know what you're talking about at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love stuff like that. And we talk about it on the show. It's silly little things, right? Yeah. Well, off the top of your head, what is the, uh, what's the uniform that the Pirates went in the most? Purple you know? tops. Purple tops. Yeah, purple tops, purple hats. Huh. Friday nights. So I miss those. I'm, I'm usually here. I, I'm usually there Saturday, Sunday. I like the Saturday whites. No, I do too. Those are clean. I- I like them. I think we like all of the uniforms we yeah. just found out. You know, and we have not mentioned the uh, powder purples. Yeah. So about that, they will look way. And anybody watching, um, they look way better in person. Because on TV, I was like, I don't really know about this. <laughs> the first time we wore them, I believe, was when we played Queens, maybe. Or yeah, or, on the road. Right? And, I, and I do remember. Yeah, it was uh, yeah near Charlotte, wherever yeah. they're at. Where that I'm, dude threw two hundred pitches for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Hefty Roddy, whatever his name was. But uh, no, I remember being like, man, that doesn't look right. And then, they, then we played uh, at home maybe the next weekend, yep. that upcoming weekend. I was like, oh, this looks a lot better. It looked like person. pajamas on TV. Yeah. It does. Well, especially with that Queens feed, because well, it was that, like well, watching <laughs> a 1980s game like or something. Flow baseball is probably one of uh, <laughs> uh, Jared Plummer joining us, getting ready to get rowdy in left field, coming up on uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every game. Uh, Jared, do you have favorites? Do you have a favorite pirate on this roster i know you love them all it's hard to pick your favorite child but if you had to look i mean i did be, i'm probably wearing i'm wearing parker's shirt right now okay uh there you go so parker bird available at shimmer that's right um parker is gonna be uh, look uh, the story i had a chance to meet to, to get to know the family over the past year or so and um the strength of that family um the faith in that family uh that is the reason that parker is who parker is right now right and i mean first off how do you not cheer for that guy right um so i it's hard not to say parker um at the same time look i've i, I love carter cunningham um i think his personality is starting to pop 
um he's a um the zookeeper right so um i i love him um I love the tenacity of Justin Wilcox, and I love Starling, who's the quiet guy. He's like the quiet assassin, right? That he can come out with just a big bomb out of nowhere, and but he always plays his tail off and on defense. Just, I mean, I know I just named like three guys. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. that tells you about this team, though. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I love it. Um, look, in, in, in the group of guys beforehand, I mean, we, we've always just had what I love about godwin's programs is that we just have quality guys and um aaron fit i think made the comment he's like you know this is a rinse and repeat yeah. godwin right mm-hmm. and it is which is amazing because think about how much success we've had um and, and that's that's a testament to uh to coach godwin certainly his coaching staff but the but the quality of players and the families associated with that they bring in it's, it's incredible. I, I do want to talk about probably my favorite tradition when it comes to ecu baseball and the left field megaphone guys is the jungle jumps mm-hmm. and um getting your name called after a game has got to be pretty rewarding as a player how long does that go back and how did it get started so um off the top of my head probably um uh i think in uh so they used to do that the team would run around the field because mm-hmm. i remember that was back in the late 90s um and then as far as actual jumps probably around the same time so the megaphone started um the first year of leclerc uh, tournament i mean the the, the claire field uh, claire, claire stadium so that would have been 2004 ish so uh, the jungle jumps probably started around the 06 maybe 09 area um but then yeah so that's been something we've really i feel like I've been kind of pushed it used to just be one or two guys yeah. and now it's anybody that gets a home run maybe any pitcher that has an, an exceptional game or uh, or you know clutch rbi eyes and we have we just kind of all chat amongst hey who's our guys who's your guys you know we figured out yeah the past couple of years when i've been doing some coverage and and, and part of our content for ec baseball is getting the videos of the jungle jump yeah and i'll go to you and be like all right who's your, yeah, that's who's right. your four or five guys <laughs> yep. you've got them but you, you just you name them off right off the top of the tongue so. that's right because we've been out we, we already <laughs> chatted it over throughout the game so sacks already I like somebody likes the, the safety dance doing safety. the safety dance in there getting fired up for it, getting yeah. loose getting stretched all right uh jerry let's do an exercise real quick not best all time but just your favorite all time okay and i'm gonna go position by position uh, you ready let's do it all right who's uh who's behind the plate Tomal Pirate. Pirates, all time. Jake Smith. Jake Smith. The reason why Brandon Manning couldn't get on the field. Oh, you know, I heard that, and it's funny. That's, <laughs> and I was in school back back then as well. But no, Jake, he's a uh, prototypical great, great size, great athlete. Oh, yeah. Love it. All right, who's the first? <clears throat> a lot of heavy hitters over Ooh, there throughout the what years. What do you do there? Um, it started at uh, Spencer Brickhouse. Brick. All right. The cerebral assassin. No, Very he, smart he gentleman. That's right. All right, second base. So that's going to be a tough one between. Uh, I'm gonna do a newer, newer guy and the older guy. So we'll do newer. Um, I like Norby, mm-hmm. and then older guy. I'm gonna bring back the uh, the California connection. Hold on a second. It was with Nick Schnabel was a shortstop kid from. Um, oh, I'm so mad. It's not Lawhorn, is it? No. Okay. When we get to third base, I'll come back and All I'll right. remember who the second base. <laughs> um. So who do you have a short? You going Schnabel? Yeah, I'm okay. gonna do Schnabel. All right. Nick Schnabel. Who, who's the uh, assistant at? At Michi- at um at Clemson now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, how about hot corner? Uh, J Dub. Br- uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Bryant Ward, B Dub. B Dub. All right, Bryant Ward. So I'm bringing back to my days. Yeah. Well, I like the mix so far. Yeah, well, you've got one kind of newer era, yeah. and uh, and a few guys from the older era. How about uh? All right, let's go left field. I got Packard. Pack. Yeah, he made it, baby. After this, I'm gonna make you make a lineup. No, I'm just <laughs> you got an all-star. We got some team. hitters. Go. All right, who's Roman center? Uh, Warrell, man. Yeah. Okay. Love him. So we got a newer era outfield yep. going right now. 
How about in right? Hey, Burley's my right fielder. Okay. Man, this Let's go. Yeah, bring that line up. Let's do it. You daggone right it is. Who's your Friday night starter? Cruz. Evan Krasinski. Wow. All right. The big lefty. Let's do it. Oh, but he my Saturday guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who's Gavin, your Saturday guy? It's Gavin Williams. Gav, all right, big Gav. Oh, and I gotta have a I gotta have a junk thrower for actually I'd probably have Gavin. I kinda just want to do this for the rest of the show today. I, I love talking about old stuff like that. No, I got you. Sorry, uh, I don't know. I saw uh, Corey Scott. Corey last Scott night I thought Corey Scott's coming out of the pen. We're putting him uh, he's our closer. Yeah, you dagging right he is. All right. He led the country um, in saves for years. There, who's right? the second baseman you're trying to think of? Oh, um, Anybody? Nobody said it yet on uh, social media. It, they came in together. He came in with uh, with the center fielder. It was around the Warren Gaspar years. I I got nothing. The EC baseball roster only goes to 2006. Oh, I'm on embarrassed. The website, somebody so. needs to help me out. Um. Anyway, yeah, we'll find that. Somebody, out. you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> right now, Connor Norby's in, but we'll send him back to Norfolk uh, if you find your oh, guy. Man. Okay. Uh, Jared Plummer joining us. Uh, Jared, uh, final thoughts, man, on on this season. How how excited are you to get it rolling and uh, and get back out there, man? Uh, look, it's uh, this time of the year. Um, look, the uh, obviously we we, we love our time with at, uh, hosting super regionals against Texas. That was all time atmosphere. I thought the crowd support uh, at Virginia for the regional was incredible as well. Um, I'm, I'm excited about the possibility of us hosting again this year. Um, I think the depth that we have uh, certainly on the mound on the field. Um, yeah, it's, I'm excited about it. It's it's uh, big things are happening. Clark says uh, is James Molinari. Molly, yes. Okay. Yes, it, that's thank Good you. Good pull, Clark. Way that's right. Well done. Sorry, Molinari. Yes. All right. Smooth the, man. There's the team right there. That lineup is going to beat uh, a lot of ball clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared, thanks for hanging out, man. We will see you in the jungle this weekend. Can't wait. Thanks, man. I appreciate y'all having us at ECU Jungle on Twitter. Jared Plummer joining us here to talk some pirate baseball. Take a time out. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live here in hour number two. Jake Hunter going to join us later on in the show, and we got more for you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Let's uh, keep the baseball talk going. Got a little baseball momentum here. So uh, we were out at Clark LeClaire Stadium earlier today and talked to the skip, Cliff Godwin. Here's what he had to say one day ahead of opening day. Tenth year as the head coach of this team. Is it any different on opening day from year one? Yeah, probably hey, stuff I never thought I'd have to worry about. Uh, um, this time of the year 
versus, you know, 10 years ago, you just worry about, hey, the players probably. So now I'm worried about stuff that, no offense, doesn't matter if we win or lose. So uh, I'm just excited for us to actually get on the field and play somebody else. Is there a different feeling on opening day? It is. It is. I mean, look, it's uh, you get butterflies, it's chill bumps, you know, especially running out on the field in front of, you know, four or 5,000 people here at Clark LeClaire Stadium. I mean, if you're not having a few butterflies, something's wrong with you. How do you get guys to block out that as much as possible and just kind of do what they've done all the Well, we just tell them to keep doing what they've been doing. I mean, last weekend was just probably as competitive of three scrimmages that we've ever had the weekend before we opened up. So no matter who we're playing, we just want to play pirate baseball. I know you guys get tired of hearing that, but it's not a coach speak thing. That's who we are. Um, I hate coaches that say stuff like that. They don't really mean it. So uh, no offense to them. I just That's who we are. We just want to be ourselves. And if we go out and be the best version of ourselves, then the wins and losses will take care of themselves. This is probably the most experienced team you've had, both with returners as well as guys that have transferred in. Was it tough making an opening day lineup? This team seems really deep. Yeah, it's, it's been extremely tough. I mean, weekend rotation, extremely tough, extremely competitive. Um, starting lineup, I mean, I would say you probably wouldn't see the same starting lineup all weekend just because we got to get some other guys in there and uh, we're deep and we got to get guys out there to just keep, keep them sharp throughout the season. Cliff, we asked Carter about homers that help and, and everything you, you guys do in the community. And I know you're proud of what they do on the field, but how about these guys off the field? Well, I'm just amazed. Number one, Carter came up with the idea to help the Children's Hospital, which is awesome. Um, of course, I told him at the banquet that I would do Friday, so we'll probably hit five home runs on Friday. <laughs> so it's probably going to cost me some money, which I'm all good for. But it sold out in like three hours, like 33 home games. That's amazing, the community support and just giving back to the community. So that's one of the things I'm most proud of this group is they're selfless. I asked Carter when he put it out on social media, I just looked at like everybody's social media on the team and they were all reposting it. And I said, hey, did you tell the guys to? He goes, no. And I get chill about selling that because the guys just want to give back to the community, which is awesome. What are you looking for out of Trey tomorrow on, on the mound to start? Be Trey Savage. Yeah. Yeah. Peace Trey, we're going to be all right. How many pitches are you going to let him throw? Um, I think somewhere between 80, 85 pitches, somewhere right around there. So um, he went 77, I think, last weekend. I mean, you guys have got more. I told somebody this morning, I'm like, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with me, dude. I give them, I go the starting lineup like on Monday and clip. Like, what the hell's going on around here? So, you've gotten all you're getting. You ain't getting anything else. Starling's batting first. I'll, I'll well, hey, look, I mean, I didn't even look at Igo's projected starting lineup. I didn't either. Yeah, so, you know, he's already got that out because I get the email, but I just don't click on the link. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I appreciate the elder. You know, Parker Bird this spring as he's trying to get back to playing ball he's moving better you know he's still not moving to the level that he would like to move um just the competitive at bats he puts together i don't think people realize what he's been through in the past two years so um it's just special to see him come out here and he's treated just like every one of our other players and sometimes i feel bad about it his dad and parker both remind me that hey no coach i'm a ECU baseball player i want you to treat me exactly the same way and we do and um he's just an inspiration to our entire team I hadn't taken myself there yet, um, to be honest with you, so I'll probably get emotional just thinking about it. But uh, it's going to be special, and I wish I could tell everybody exactly what time it's going to be, what day it's going to be. Um, 
hell, I hope it's tomorrow. You know, that'd be awesome. So, but, uh, unfortunately, I don't know that. All right, there is Cliff Godwin talking Parker Bird, uh, talking Carter Cunningham and what he's done off the field and in the community. We'll hear from Carter Cunningham in a moment. Cliff Godwin uh, loose and ready to go, not giving any more information, though. Not going to tell us who's going to be leading off. You'll find out Friday when you arrive to Clark LeClaire Stadium. All right, uh, we talked to the Friday starter, Trey Savage. He will get the ball on Friday, and here's what the big righty had to say. Just your emotions getting the start on opening day. What's that mean to you? I mean, it means a lot. We put in all this work this, all, this whole uh, offseason um, to get to come out here and play the game we love tomorrow. Fired up about it. What's the key when you go out there? Emotionally, you have to control those emotions, but you know, how do you do that on opening day? I mean, you just got to treat it like any other day. Um, don't let the emotion get too high or else they'll affect you out there on the mound. Just stay even keel and do what you were taught to do. Yeah, I mean, my adrenaline's gonna be pumping. I'm sure. So, well, the 40 other guys that are that are on the team, but I mean, I won't be surprised if I'm out there throwing the ball as hard as I can. Um, but just gotta manage it through multiple innings. How excited are you to see different hitters instead of facing the same lineup? Oh, I'm excited. Um, our hitters definitely gave us pitchers a run for our money. Uh, they make it hard on us. Um, but it's going to be good to see a new group of hitters, new philosophy, and be able to execute our role. Has Coach put you on any kind of pitch count? Do you know what's going out there, what you're looking at? Uh, I'm not sure about a certain pitch count, but I'm sure it'll be limited since the first week. Trey, is there any way with all the bullpens and scrimmages, can you simulate what it's like in front of a crowd, or is it a totally different feeling out there on the mound? I mean, it's a total, totally different feeling. you got 6,000 fired-up Pirate fans out here. Of course, it's going to be a different feeling. Um, but you just got to do your best to make these situations as game-like as possible. Is it kind of challenging with a lineup you don't really know to you know scout and like kind of look ahead of them, or you just focus on your stuff tomorrow? Um, I mean, we're just pitching off our pitcher's strengths. Uh, we're not going to change our game for another team. Uh, but if we do see something, we'll adjust to that and um, make that adjustment in the game. How much does Ryder have to also mention just based on the fact that it's a coastal last year, beat them in a regional things like that? I mean, as much as any other team, you can't take any team lightly. Um, I would, from what I know, they're a good squad. And if we don't show up, they're, they're going to come out here and beat us. So we got to come out here ready to play and ready to win. All right, Shirley said earlier today, you know, it's baseball season when you hear interviews with music blasting in the background. Welcome back to Clark LeClaire Stadium. Either that or the buzzing of the uh, stadium lights. Every now and then we'll get a John Deere in the background. It's always uh, a lot of good uh, nat nat sound, Shirley, going on at Clark LeClaire Stadium. All right, uh, let's hear from Pirate catcher Justin Wilcoxon, who will be behind the dish and a big bat in the pirate lineup we spoke to him earlier today Let's talk about the emotions of opening day I mean, you've been around a while but still it's, it's emotional isn't it yeah no exciting for all of us finally play somebody else in a different uniform but really just trying to treat it like any other day when you look at, at, at Ryder cup into town i mean you remember you know bryant came to town pulled all three upsets so you know it can happen yeah no for sure we got to treat Every opponent we play this year very seriously. You got to take every game very seriously because you never know what game's going to make the difference at the end of the year. How excited are you out there to get straight tomorrow? 
kind of the offseason he's had Oh, yeah, very excited, very excited. Uh, he's going to go out there, he's going to give us his best, and he's going to compete his tail off, too, and I'm really excited for that. Cliff talked about you and Star specifically being more vocal this year. How much you have you embraced that? Has that come easy to you or something you had to kind of work on and learn something about? Um, definitely something I've had to work on over the past year or so. I've had to kind of step up with the pitching staff and just be more of a leader for them just let them know when they're doing something wrong or if they could do something better and like bullpens and just just helping them out whenever I can. Talk about what you expect to see from Trey in that first start and pitch count that kind of thing. Um, I'm not sure anything about pitch count but I know he's going to give his best no matter how long our coaches let him go and hopefully it's pretty quick innings and he can roll throughout the throughout the game for as long as he can. Sounds like Parker will get a at bat at some point early in the season. Just what would it be like as team Oh, it'd be it'd be awesome. I mean, the fact that he's out here hitting in scrimmages and putting up good at bats is insane in general. And I, I think, like, in, even in the field, he's made great strides. And I think he could easily get into at bat during the season. You mentioned you're excited to finally play some another uniform. It's gonna be easy to sleep tonight, or you're gonna be too pumped up? Um, we'll see. Uh, probably be a little hard for a little bit, but. Normally after the first weekend, that's when everything starts to settle down. But it'll be definitely harder to sleep tonight. You were red hot to start last season. Uh, obviously, you want to do that again. But what was, what's it like when you're logged in like you were to start last season? I mean, it's just being excited to play, really. Um, sometimes throughout the season, you can get a little distracted. You get a little, little bored with the process. But on that first weekend, everyone's ready to go. And, and that includes Ryder. They're going to be ready to come out here and play their best against us. So we got to do the same. Is it hard to not put everything into game one because, you know, it is a series to, you know, you got a bunch of games right away. Is it hard, you know, with that excitement to just... Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's definitely hard, uh, especially with the season we have, how long it is. Um, it's definitely hard to keep that excitement throughout, but really you got to lean on your teammates and they'll, they'll energize you and pump you up for the games. All right, Justin Wilcoxon there. I remembered during that interview just as red hot started. I'm looking at the numbers right now. The first series against George Washington last year, he went 10 for 14. Good gracious. <laughs> so he had a home run and four ribbies in a game. I want to say he hit multiple home runs. Uh, I guess had a double in game two. And then in game three, yeah, he hit another. So he hit a couple of home runs to, to start the weekend series. 10, four, 10 out of 14, just a blistering start to the season and uh we'll see who that pirate is this year chandler do you remember how many runs east you scored in game three of last season i just saw it 23 to 5 23 i was there i do not remember that but uh pirates hoping to put up similar offensive outbursts when they take on rider this weekend all right let's hear from pirate first baseman uh we've seen him in the outfield we'll see him at first this year carter cunningham talked to him earlier today Let's talk about the emotions of opening day. I know you guys are looking forward to it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, there's been a buzz for about a week or two uh, around the locker room, but we're, we're excited to go. We're excited to play uh, somebody other than ourselves this weekend, and uh, as long as we take care of uh, our brand of baseball, we'll be good. What's, what's the mood been like the last couple of days as you get closer and closer? Uh, honestly, we've, we've just been focusing on our practices, um, taking, taking care of our business today so that we can we can win this weekend, but we haven't really looked uh, too far forward in the future. We're just, we still got to practice today uh, to, to make sure that we're ready to go uh, tomorrow. What is it like knowing you got a guy like Trey 
go out there and set the tone and get the season. No doubt. I wouldn't want to play defense or go to war with anyone else besides Trey on a Friday night. Uh, he's going to set the tone for not only tomorrow, but just the entire season. Uh, gives, gives the hitters a lot of confidence for sure, but I mean, he's an ultimate competitor and we're lucky that he's a, he's a pirate. Speaking of playing defense, how's first base coming? You getting more comfortable? No doubt. I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, like I said in our earlier interviews, Coach Blumbo and Cam Clanch have been uh, huge helps for me, but I feel good over there. Car, you can tell us about Homer's the Help that really took off this week. Yeah, I want to give it to you uh, to all of Pirate Nation. Um, it was just an idea that I had uh, over Christmas break, and it came together. And um, I was looking for the 33 game sponsors, and I think it was 15 hours. We we got all 33, and that's nine thousand nine hundred dollars committed to uh, the Children's Hospital. And like I said in the in the video, that's going to go straight to the families. Um, we got bi-weekly visits set up with the Children's Hospital, so we'll be able to like directly impact those families, and that money's going to be put to great use. And I just couldn't be more blessed and more thankful for the for the entire Greenville community. Did you have ever envisioned going that fast, taking off like that? Well, it's funny. When I had the idea, I was like, you know, I think I think it will. Like, obviously, there's a, a little bit of doubt, but the fact that it took like less than 24 hours to to get 33 sponsors just like that was like incredible. Um, I. Like I said, I'm so blessed and so thankful that the Greenville community stepped up to the plate. Um, I did want to, I did want to mention this. We got the Fund B going, obviously. So Fund A is basically closed down for uh, the 33 sponsors, but Fund B is um, for people that just want to donate um, throughout the season. Like I said in my video, I was going to donate $25 for every home run that I hit, but I was going to challenge the fans to like pick pick their favorite player, pick JC, pick J Dub, Dixon Williams, those guys that hit a lot of home runs, and sort of match me or just however much money you want to put in for every home run that they hit um let's see how much how much money we can raise i'm shooting for 25 30,000 so i'm excited for this season but i challenge pirate nation to, to join me in doing that all right there is carter cunningham doing awesome stuff uh, off the field there and uh looking forward to seeing he has he's had a great off season mike mullis uh thanks carter is in line for a huge 2024 and uh chandler great to be out there today yeah absolutely you mentioned carter and what a great uh uh, fundraiser he has going on this year with uh homers to help no doubt and uh talked about that there and more let's uh take a break we'll come back we'll wrap up hour number two of pirate radio live still got to get our fleet feet rundown we still got football audio basketball audio to get to and uh hopefully we'll see jake hunter drop by the pirate radio studios a lot more to go pirate radio live on a game day thursday east carolina and wichita state tonight seven o'clock Minji's coliseum back with more after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is where all the locals go for Mexican food and fun. You can grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the Gulp of Mexico every Tuesday, which is a huge 38-ounce lime margarita for only $8.99. On Wednesdays, get all-American imports for only $2.99. And on Thursdays, is half-price house margaritas. For Mexican food at Chico's in downtown Greenville and online at chicosrestaurant.com. Empire Nation, when you're heading out to Clark LeClaire to see the Pirates play this year, be sure to stop by Shimmer Boutique on Greenville Boulevard and pick up one of the new brand new custom t-shirts from the ECU baseball players. There are new custom shirts from Parker Bird, Jacob Jenkins Cowart, Dixon Williams, Ryan McChrystal, Wyatt Lunsford Shankman, and Danny Beal. The shirts are available now in both youth and adult sizes and only at Shimmer Boutique. If you live out of town, no problem. Just message Shimmer on Facebook or Instagram or call the store. Get one or all of the new shirts today at Shimmer and look sharp in the jungle this baseball season. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. I was looking for a video on Twitter, and I came across this picture, Shirley. <laughs> it's pretty random. That was um, that was from um, it was Halloween weekend. You look like uh, Tiger King. No, with that, that was hair. that was a Brett Michaels wig. Ah, okay. I see um, that. What it was is it was Halloween weekend at a softball league, and the league said if you dressed up, you actually wore a costume, then your team would be awarded an automatic three runs before the game even started, and we had not wow. won a game leading up to that point so we all dressed up because we needed those three runs we're gonna start doing that at sports trivia if you dress up we'll give you a point yeah um, so that was a lot of fun chandler is everything okay with your eyesight <laughs> i'm sorry i, I was just i, was I had to, the picture pulled up like big, to, like what do you why are you so close what do you need to see i was trying to read her shirt it says legendary you do need glasses then have you ever worn glasses I was in your space. I know. You were all up in my grill. Um, Clip, you can share it to social media if you want to, but I dressed as Brett Michaels from the 80s, but of course I had to alter the outfit so that it was playable. So did you wear jeans during the game? I did. Wow. And chased down a fly ball. And let me tell you something. When you have a wig on like that, you can't wear a hat, which is what I normally do when I'm out in the outfield. Um that's very challenging when you have Brett Michaels type hair flying in your face and you're trying to chase down a fly ball. Uh, Jamie says Alex looks angry. Everything all right, Alex? <laughs> now you made him angry. Look at this. Life is great. All right, good to hear. I appreciate the concern, but I'm doing fine. Check out what his lady friend got him. Yeah, pretty a gel. Greenville yard gnome shirt for Valentine's Day. What a relationship that is, dude. I'm ready to go, man. That is Greenville. Awesome. Yeah, yard gnomes. Had to had, had to, to double, double check. check. <laughs> yeah, had to double check. I almost said garden gnomes. Yard gnomes. Let's get to our Fleet Feet rundown. Brought to you by Fleet Feet. Pirate Nation, this baseball season, make sure you have the most comfortable shoes. Hey, baseball, nine innings. Sometimes those games go three and a half hours. You need your feet to be comfortable when you're walking around the jungle, walking up the stands. Go to Fleet Feet. Chris London, ECU alum owns it and operates it locally and fleet feet has the best shoe for the walker runner and everyone in between go see them at 207 east arlington boulevard in the old gordon's golf location fleet feet 
they run for you and uh got some big events coming up in march chandler yeah get your uh, ecu baseball game day started on saturday with the coffee run at 7 30 a.m at fleet feet of greenville and then coming up march 13th the st patty's pub crawl march 16th coop strong four miler and then coming up in a couple months april 20th is the date the first step 5k ruck and one mile fun run jimmy said uh alex looks angry eric said zach has rhff you know what that is resting hornets fan face (laughs) (laughs) well right now that is a big smile it's a huge smile i love my hornets i gotta pay my respects to the hornets look i like grant williams i like that discount luca guy they got jeremy lynn guy better than luca (laughs) yeah and i mean is it not frustrating that they couldn't have won like five more games at this point and actually we would have something to kind of be excited about i mean geez louise they didn't deserve it to win before then but now it's a new team that's right it's a brand new steve clifford's a brand new man a brand new man he saw the light so i'm gonna give my respect to the hornets good win last night pretty much wire to wire i mean led throughout yeah we yeah pretty much so never was down big i have no no complaints anybody want to add anything no i i appreciate you for keeping your word and not talking crap about the hornets now. yeah i'm just waiting for you to follow and, back. i mean i think you know I, th- I i like this little three-game win streak we got going on it's not doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything hornets are not going to make the playoffs this year but no. it Send, is great uh, to see since shirley atticus is number we've got two minutes i forgot we, we need to do this uh austin says shirley has rbf really beautiful face oh that's nice austin it's very kind <laughs> that's nice pretty sure he didn't mean it that, that way that's what he said <laughs> that's what he said that's the literally what he typed was what shirley has rbf really beautiful face he said it for sure in terms of saying it. <laughs> I will be cautiously appreciative. That's a good way to be, Shirley. I just sent you Atticus's number. Call him. Now we're down to one and a half minutes. <laughs> and that is not enough for this guy. By the time we get him on. So this is our former intern, Atticus. Charlotte super fan. Drunk fifth quarter caller. <laughs> nice kid. Didn't do. Said that didn't really do much of any work when he was here but we like to talk sports with him so we kept him around yeah he knows he knows the stuff especially his charlotte hornet stuff and he's very delusional yeah yeah let's see if he answers the phone coming up tonight uh let's do a vibe check with zach who will be front and center with the Menjis maniacs one to ten how you feeling uh confidence level ecu in wichita state i'm feeling about an eight right now wow i feel great um, i i don't want to like jinx anything right. obviously but what great. didn't answer what a what a wow. loser what a jabroni he called earlier in the show <laughs> i call him back i didn't want to talk to him today he was going to call back say something stupid I was throwing him a bone, and he didn't even answer. Don't text him. Delete him from your phone. <laughs> Unfollow him on social media. Zach's at an eight for tonight. What I do you have, Chandler? I'm at like a 6.8. I was thinking a solid 6.0. I was really hyped. It's been a long time since we had a home game. That Two is weeks. true. It has been forever. And I'm hyped. Yeah. I'm hyped, baby. Maniacs will be there. 213 will be there. Chan will be there. 
Get us some good video tonight, Zach. I'm going to give you the burner phone. You got it. Alex Harper. No. I have a paper to write. <laughs> How about no? Scotty. I'll be writing a paper. What's your paper on? EC it basketball. is a discussion board for crisis management, and it mm. has to be one to two pages. The Hornets were a crisis at one point. You write it on them. I could. Zach. I don't think that fits the topic. Ah, Zach's too discussion. quick. He got in a joke before I could say we might need crisis management in Minji's tonight. We might. But, yeah, badly. All right. Speaking of the Hornets, um, the entire last hour, Jake Hunter's going to host the show and take your calls, Hornets fans. And we're all going to leave. Hornets call in. <laughs> uh, Jake's fired up for Pirate Baseball and for the three-game winning streak that Charlotte is on. We'll talk to the ECU Sunday starter when we kick off Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of all is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirate. Distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of pirates in eastern North Carolina. They're open seven days a week with live every night with the lineup. And ladies, get in on Sundays with free pizza all day and cornhole tournaments starting at 3 o'clock. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram for the latest on the music lineups, and we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, Charlie Rhodes, Ahart, intern Zach, Chandler Honeycutt, and East Carolina righty Jake Hunter here in the Pirate Radio Studios. What's up, Jake? What's up? Good to see you. Good to see you all. Atticus is on the phone. Atticus, you got like two minutes. What do you want to talk about? Hornets! Hey, Clip, yeah, really more than anything, I just wanted to call in and actually uh, issue an apology to you and all of your listeners. Um, last week, you had given me a call, and uh, amongst the many things we, just, you, we discussed, you would ask me, because the Hornets are good right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Hornets are already good right now. They were good the moment we were talking a week ago. So I really want to apologize. You got me on the phone. You wanted me you know, to guide your listeners, set proper expectations, and I did not do that. So, you know, apologies to me there. Uh, you know, another thing you mentioned last week, you said anyone who's celebrating these moves that the Hornets made the trade deadline is a loser. You know who's a loser? Every opponent the Charlotte Hornets is facing these days. <laughs> I mean, everyone who steps on the, on the floor to face the Charlotte Hornets, that's who's a loser. <laughs> well, all right. I, you made got the, a point. You made the most out of your two minutes there. I got to give you that. Uh, Jake, as a, a, a fan who claims to watch every minute of every game, do you agree with his assessment? Yeah. No, we've been great last three games. It's been exciting. The Hornets are good right now, according to Atticus. They got a road trip coming up, Atticus. You're not worried about that? No, it's really not that bad. I mean, the Warriors, that's never going to be a cakewalk, and they're starting to find their groove right now. So, obviously, that's a tough one. But other than that, Utah and Portland, I mean – 
I, the Hornets, I, I like the Hornets in both of those. So I think they go two and one this road trip. It's a tough one to Golden State. Lordy. Keep on rolling. All right, man. Well, look, like I said last week when I was a Debbie Downer, I'm happy that you're happy. So stay happy. <laughs> I, I, I will I will do just that clip. And, uh, you know, the elite defense and the, the Hall of Fame additions will roll on. All right. See you. Talk to you talk to you talk there to you. is a uh, former intern atticus who resides now in charlotte yes it attends goes to games went games. to gerald wallace night over the weekend i'm glad they went on gerald wallace night because they didn't win are a you ton. glad that we won the past two games too sure i'm glad but i'm not gonna throw a parade i'm not gonna make any crazy statements i'm gonna give them respect they deserve some respect okay uh jake how you feeling good excited opening day tomorrow so yes sir excited so you get the ball on sunday mm-hmm. so what are you doing tomorrow and saturday what are your roles game day for the team um besides my personal stuff just kind of charting watching the game kind of helping the the freshmen who are going to go in the game just kind of help them feel it out a little bit but when you say personal stuff is that physical like yeah, getting like ready my so throwing, what you, yeah my lifting, how much do you throw like tomorrow and the day before a game so today i have to do a bullpen so tomorrow will be kind of like a light day for me and then saturday is probably a little bit a little bit heavier but not as much as like people would think and then sunday will be ready to go how many pitches is a bullpen for me it's around 30 some guys around 20 i mean some guys like to throw a bunch like kind of just depends on who you are um so trey he was unaware of his pitch count then cliff godwin told us later uh have him around 80 85 something like that is that going to be for everyone here early in the season or i have no idea you haven't been given that directive yet no you're just going to throw until they tell you to come out right all right pretty much um yeah people are excited so when you're not starting and you're you're helping out the young guys you're charting how much do you talk to Trey and Zach? Do you leave them alone, or do they want feedback? Like, when they're in the dugout, how much are you talking to those guys? Like, while they're pitching? Yeah, while they're um, in the game. Trey does not like to be talked to. Yeah. Even, like, just regular days, Trey doesn't <laughs> like to be talked to. But uh, Zach, he's, he, he's, uh, he still likes to joke around. Like, he's still... I'd say he's pretty normal. I'd say I'm a mix in between both of them. Yeah, I was going to say, do you like to be talked to? Yeah, I... I like to talk until there's about two outs, and then it's like my time to get relocked in. Okay, but all right, you know, everybody's different. Uh, we ran through the walk-up songs today, mm-hmm. and if I remember correctly, you had a good one. Uh, oh yeah, so I said it's been done, but when you hear that first chord, the dun, 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 mm-hmm. I mean that is a fire people up, great start to the game song. I'm going to say a uh, very good choice by you. Thank you. Is that where it'll Thank start you. with the... Yeah, the uh, beginning. Yeah, okay, perfect. I didn't know. Maybe <laughs> it starts in the in the middle. I don't know. There are no dumb questions. I will say that. I mean, that's where I'd hope he would start the, the walk. What if he said no? I'm going to start in the middle of verse two. <laughs> I'm running hot! <laughs> and then I, would Just, res- then I would respect that. I'd say, you know what? You do you. And then I would, and then I would say, I would suggest you do the beginning. <laughs> all right, Chandler. Well, thank you. We got it. Uh, we got it all figured out. So there's a video out, and I watched some of it. Chandler had it pulled up. Worst uh, walk up songs. Who did you say had the worst? Zach Root. His what? Yeah. It, no, the song is good. The song is good. Yeah. 
but he always does the basic like pitcher songs. Like last year he did Inner Sandman. Okay, like, no I did offense, hear you say that. You're not no Mario offense. Rivera. He's not Mario Rivera. He's not. I think like, for whom the bell tolls is a great pump up song. Yeah, but though. once again, like I'm, I think Trevor Hoffman did that. He's not a major leaguer. Find your own thing. That's my sort of now. Talk about around. basic. Corey Costello. That's bad. Yeah, he was. I didn't even know that was a thing, or he would have been my answer. Welcome to the jungle. Uh, JC yeah, points bad. out, dude. We play that. He said, running on the we field. literally played that <laughs> yeah, as we run yeah, on the field. He said, I guess we'll have to hear it twice some days. Uh, I do like. Again, I don't know a lot of these songs as an old man, but uh, I like whoever is doing Dire Straits. Yeah. Um, Money for nothing. Jake Agnos had that one years ago, and that is a great. That's Luke Nowak, so he's using it as a walk-up. Agnos had it as a warm-up. I'm interested to see where he starts it, because Agnos had the whole build-up of the drums. Mm-hmm. It's got to be better than last year's. I did not like Nowak's last year's. What do you have? Um, I don't know. It was bad. Whatever it was, you didn't like it. It was bad. So uh, this. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. Right, Brandon Manning's chimed in. Former EC baseball player and a guest from yesterday's show said, pitchers and catchers used to dance to start me up at the beginning of every game in the old times. If I was a pitcher, it would have to be painted black by the stones. That's all right. Um, you have moves like Jagger, so you mm-hmm. had to pick a Rolling Stones. Song. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um so the Cliff Godwin said that the scrimmages last week, at some point you get tired of playing each other and not really phone it in, but you're like, can we just get this over with? He said it was the opposite. He said it was like some of the sharpest scrimmages yeah. you guys had. Did you kind of feel that when you were out there? Yeah, no, it was definitely competitive. I mean, all three days, I think it was one-run games. Um, kind of Friday, Saturday. They were pitchers a little early. I think Saturday kind of got away from us a little bit as the pitchers, but... I think Sunday it was like two to one, yeah, one to nothing, like something like that. And I mean, they were all competitive. Like the guys were flying around. So, did you throw Sunday? I threw Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Uh, how'd you do? I did okay. How I many innings? Not my best. Uh, four, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think we were only throwing 60, 65 pitches. So, I know there's a quab. Y'all talk about quality of bats all the time in major leagues. There's a, a quality start. Is it the same for college? And I think there is a quality start. Like stat what is what in your opinion is a quality start um i think five innings or more of i think how they have it in the major leagues is good five innings two less runs two kind of just i mean that gives your team a chance to win every game so yeah uh what is the build-up like so sunday games are usually at one Mm o'clock um what's the build like what time do you get up on sunday morning when you start i'll get up we'll have to be there around nine if I had to guess. So I'll probably get about 7.30 or 8, eat some breakfast, go get some coffee, get some coffee, and then uh, go to the field and just kind of hang out until about hour and a half before the game, and then I start getting ready. So. Uh, and then how, how much are you throwing before you throw the first pitch? Obviously, you do your warm-ups on the mound, you're in the bullpen, yeah. so how many pitches do you think you throw before the actual first pitch of the game? Pitches off the mound, I'd say. I actually know the number. Give me a second. I'd say it's about. I'd say 32, before I ever like throw the first pitch to the first batter. Gotcha. So it's counting the eight before the game, the pregame bullpen. I throw about 24, 25 there, 
So I'd say 32. I asked uh, Trey this earlier today. Is there any way to simulate what you're doing in scrimmages and the, the off season, the bullpens to when you get on the mound and there's a crowd and there's a batter with another uniform? Like, does it feel foreign when you're up there or can you, you, you kind of draw back to the scrimmages? And I wouldn't say it feels foreign. Yeah. I mean, being here for three years, it's kind of second you nature. Argue, yeah. But I will say the, the adrenaline is much higher kind of just being able to channel that in and not change who you are is kind of the key but i mean it's definitely a little bit different but you know you've been we've been facing live hitters for three four weeks now so should be comfortable with it jackson's asking what was cliff long i believe he told us it was the way i am by eminem really i did not know that yeah i believe i know he asked him like if you had one now what would it be in years past and he he said that song and i guess that was out when he was playing here at ecu Hmm. so i believe that was uh his go-to uh jack says the walkout songs were not as good last year as a whole i mean what do you mean i I I thought mine was really good (laughs) What'd you have last year? I had the devil went down to Georgia. (laughs) Charlie Daniels. So Carter has another weird one. You said it was the same as previously, but I I don't think No, it's different. Okay. I I haven't heard it, but I'm sure it's gonna be interesting. Where does he find this stuff? So Say a Cabo La Cuna Nantina. Yeah, so he gets it. He went to Florida Junior College and he tells the story all the time. He was the minority there it's a bunch of latin players right so like our locker room is always like country or like just like regular american songs I guess. <laughs> yeah but down there he said it was just spanish music yeah so he learned the names of them and so he uses them as his walk-ups every year i like doesn't know any of the words to it just i guess like he speak. can speak a little bit of spanish hmm. i like that it's a tribute to his former teammates yeah. uh, so to speak uh so yeah he's an interesting fella did something awesome this week with the homers that help Mm -hmm. and uh he talked about that we played that earlier in the show but um it is really cool man i talked to cliff about what you guys do in the community and the classroom and everything and it's about what gets done between the lines but really it's so much more than that and uh it was great um kind of he kind of really didn't tell any of us until the banquet um so it's kind of a surprise but i mean it's it's an awesome thing and very, we're all very grateful for what the the community did and helping us donate and stuff like that. So obviously very excited, and I hope we hit a lot of home runs. Yeah, uh, hopefully a lot of dingers. We should ask um, Jake the questions we asked the ECU baseball analyst, quote unquote. Who will be the offensive MVP for the Pirates this year? The offensive MVP for the Pirates. I'll ask the next question. All right. Okay. Um, See, there's a lot of good answers. Here. Yeah. Obviously, you go JC, you could go uh, J Dub. Um, what about Carter? You could go Carter. I what mean, about Starling? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got like five or six guys, seven. I mean, the whole lineup, honestly. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, my pick to click for me might not be the MVP necessarily, um, is Dixon Williams. Okay. So, um, led our team in the fall with RBIs. Had a great summer. Had a great summer. Had a good preseason. He's just sneaky. Like, I mean, you look up and you're like, I mean, that dude has like 20 RBIs this fall. I mean, that's, didn't feel like it, but he just does. Another guy that at least he was hot when we were out there a couple weeks ago. Don't know what he did this past weekend, but Riley Johnson mm-hmm. uh, back from he's, injury and played himself into a starter's role. Yeah, he's 
He's one of the best players probably on our team. Just athletically gifted, fast, um, dynamic. Great defense. Great defense. I mean, I mean, I know he last year we played in Houston. He he made a great catch. I don't I don't remember the score. I think we were up one. Ran to the wall. Yeah. Obviously got hurt, but I mean he's just ridiculous out there. And then he's a menace on the base. I hate it when he's on base. It is really annoying. But glad I don't have to see that right now. All right, Chandler, what's your question? Are we taking Trey out like we did with the analyst? No, nah, leave him in. All right, leaving Trey in. Okay. Who, who is the Cy Young for this baseball team this year? <laughs> leaving Trey in. Okay. Because we took him out with the analyst just because I feel like that would be an obvious answer, but we'll keep him in with you guys. I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of picking him, so I'm going to leave him out. <laughs> That's okay. fine. Yeah, right. No different. Um, our Cy Young. I'll take myself out, too. I'll take myself oh, out. I really wanted to. I'm not going to stir the pot. I'm yeah. not going to. I'm not going to pick myself. I'm going to say. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say why. I, I like that. I, I had a feeling that's we really going. need. I mean, I feel like he's going to have a really big year for us. Um, so I'd say why it's going to be our guy. Did you? Uh, when did you find out? Because Cliff told us Monday that uh, you were going to be the starter. Yeah, I found out Sunday. Yeah, the day before. And he mentioned Wyatt's name, like starting is awesome, but that that role has always been so important here at East Carolina over the years. A guy that can give you extended innings out of the bullpen, can shut down, can come in and close a game. Um, and you've been in both of those roles, mm-hmm. right? Where so um, it is a, a very key factor, and I think it'll keep everybody locked in, like yeah. him, DB, everybody, because they know that every they have a role on this yeah. team. I think. It- I mean, it's massive. We talk about you don't want to leave your best guy out there in the bullpen. So, I mean, him working out as a starter in the preseason, just I mean, he's capable of going five innings out of the bullpen if you really need him to. Um, I mean, I think our bullpen's going to be great. We'll have a lot of different guys, a lot of different looks with Danny and Shank and Jaden Winter. That's another pick to click by okay. me. I, Jot that down, folks. Um, some young guys, Corey Costello, he's going to be good. The guy with the bad walk-up song. Um, Norby, Norby, he's gonna be good. De Lorenzo's really come out strong this preseason. Pretty excited to see him go out there and face another team. Um, Richie, obviously, he's got the big, big nasty hook. Um, so no, I think, I think <laughs> our bullpen's gonna be very important for this season. Um, obviously, stars are gonna be important. Hopefully, we have a big year. Let's see if we can get Jake in trouble. Not really trouble, but so Cliff gave us the position guys the other day. Okay, said that Bristol Carter, none, no fault of his own, just they got to put Riley Johnson in. Right. That was uh, you know what he said to us and what he said he uh, said in the meeting. So he gave us who was going to be in the field, uh, starting behind the dish with Will Coxon over at first, Cunningham, Starling, Barini, Dixon, Nowak. He said probable Nowak, Riley Johnson. Jacob Jenkins Coward. Um, ton of options for the DH. Yeah. Who would coach Hunter DH? Who would coach Hunter DH? <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a wrong answer. Like, there's so many guys. So, I have a new guy, which is – this is my answer. There's a new guy. He's from California, Chaz Myers. Okay. Yep. He – you look at his stats from the last however many years. Solid. Solid college player, but, man, that he he raked – fall preseason i mean he's just a beast i mean you've got him you've got clunch you've got if 
you know mccrystal could dh yeah. or he could catch and wilcoxon could dh yeah. i mean you got so many options and the depth of this team jake both uh you know in the field at bat and and pitching looks fantastic going into this year yeah no we're, we're super deep I, I mean we say that all the time in practice i mean this is the deepest team we got so i think it's good um kind of have guys pushing each other no matter what because i mean you never know the next day if you're gonna play or not so just kind of i think it's good challenging every day surely uh do we have jake's favorite food that he likes to eat save somewhere or at least this was his answer uh sausage sausage i believe that was to the big donkey right yeah we had him on the show earlier this week uh do you follow his stuff you like steven i don't really follow him no not okay. really but what did he I mean, ask you your favorite he said what's your favorite meat? red meat yeah maybe not red meat but just your favorite meat yeah sausage. i didn't want to say steak or chicken because the guys beside me said it so i went with my third favorite sausage that's your third favorite third favorite I love a good bratwurst, though, you know? Yeah, I'm good not brat. big on bratwurst. Not a brat guy. Huh, interesting. Huh? And this is our Sunday starter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want your Sunday starter not to like bratwurst? I'll allow it. It'll be all right. Um, if you were out in the jungle, what would you throw on the grill first? What would I throw on the grill first? Yeah. Because mm. we found out sausage was your third favorite. I thought a big, fat, juicy steak. Yeah. Big juicy steak or a cheeseburger. I mean, you can never go wrong with the cheeseburger. Do you plan on? Have you thought about like post ECU hanging out in the jungle for a game? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I know like Bridges and Colmore recently. Yeah, been out there. Like, seems like we always see if uh, as long as guys stay within the area, we see some guys dwelling yeah. out in the jungle. Yeah, no, for sure. What are your? Uh, so you're gonna go to the major leagues and pitch, mm-hmm. but after that, okay, what are you gonna be doing? Um, so my degree is more than likely going to be in exercise physiology. So probably looking at like a physical therapy or like a athletic trainer or like something like that. Um, or I'd want to stay in baseball and do like pitching coach or head coach or whatever. But we'll say beyond all that full retirement plan. I've had this retirement plan since I was 12 years old is to own a cattle ranch in Wyoming. <laughs> okay. So that's that's the dream right there. Have you started to look into how you could go about doing that? Or you got bit. any options? I've, I've looked a little bit. Got a piece of land? Or why, anything? why Wyoming? Just because I feel like it's it's a nice place. Peaceful. Nobody's going to bother me right. when I'm in my old age. Like, yeah. Just kind of be there, live my life. Man, it's great to have that foresight. Yeah. So i hope that all works out for you either way it sounds like you will be involved in sports mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool um I, w- I was gonna ask you this too from what i remember playing baseball uh the pitchers did just a ton of running and cardio okay is that uh when did what part of the year are you doing most of that stuff the fall okay we do a lot of are you beyond all that at this point yeah no nah, there's not really any running yeah just kind of how is it brutal or like do you I wouldn't enjoy say it? it's brutal. I mean, obviously, I don't enjoy it, <laughs> but it's not. I wouldn't say it's brutal. Yeah. All right. It's you're capable to do it, even if you think you're not. You can do it, which is kind of the the aspect of the fall. I say part of our culture is you can do more than you think you can. You just got to push yourself. I like that. Jake Hunter joining us. Uh, Jake, what's your first pitch going to be on Sunday? I can't give that away. I know you. They're going to be. Say like. There's going to be curveball and throwing a fastball. Ball in. Knuckleball. That'll be my first. <laughs> Knuckler. 
All right, get ready, uh, Will Coxon. The knuckler's coming. Uh, Jake, good luck, man. Can't wait to see you on the mound on Sunday, and I uh, can't wait to be out at Clark LeClaire Stadium this weekend. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. All right, start me up. Jake Hunter will be on the mound. And Chandler, he's going to – the song will start at the beginning of the song. Sweet! The beginning. Yeah. Yep. That was the most important question asked today <laughs> on this show. Uh, go Hornets. That's right. Who's your new? Who's your favorite new Hornet? My favorite new Hornet? Michich. That dude's bad. Michich is a beast. <laughs> yeah, he is a dog. I like Michich. Trey Mann's too easy of an answer, so I'm going to go with Michich. I've always European. been a Grant Williams what do you think fan. About Grant Williams? I've always been a fan of him. Yeah, he's good. Solid. He kind of does I a little bit I think he's better than PJ, for sure. Yeah. Oh. So I think that was a steal okay. by us. A hot PJ take. was way too inconsistent. Huh? Way too inconsistent. Jake Hunter fired up about it. the Charlotte Hornets yep. after three straight. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this. We must have each day like this good and go with it. Go with it. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. Chandler, you looking for something to do on Sunday? Yeah. Does it involve, involve having some rhythm? Yeah. And uh, maybe something cold? Maybe some ice yeah rhythm and ice rhythm and ice lovers and friends edition sunday february 18th it's at the carolina ice zone red banks road in greenville uh b tunes food and games uh group one will be from 5 to 7 30 and that is for all ages group two 8 to 11 p.m 18 and up rhythm and ice going on this sunday at the carolina ice zone and we've got uh some free tickets if you are interested in doing something fun yeah i always hear people say like there's nothing fun to do around here yeah I, like i'm tired of doing the same old thing well, like, i want to do folks. something different well this is something different you want free tickets to rhythm and ice um you can call in now 317-1250 and we've got three pairs of tickets to give away so if you'd like to go if you're into skating, good music, food, games, and a fun night, it's coming up this Sunday at the Carolina Ice Zone. Once again, Group 1, 5 to 7.30. Uh, that is for all ages. Group 2, 8 to 11 p.m., 18 and up. Red Banks Road, Greenville, Rhythm and Ice. If you want some tickets, you can call in 317-1250. All right, uh, Shirley, can we hear what Mike Schwartz had to say yesterday? Uh, ahead of the Wichita State game. We had a chance to talk to Coach, and here's that. Oh, here is not that. 
<laughs> Here is uh, not that. Got it? All right, go. Here's that. Big test for us tomorrow night at home versus a Wichita State team that is playing uh, their best basketball of the season. They've been playing good basketball all year, and uh, we know that, um, again, they just came off of a tough overtime loss, but a really good team, and uh, we know what kind of challenge it's going to be for us tomorrow night. Coach, went back to the last win. You got a million things on your mind during a game. Can you appreciate it in the moment, Brandon Johnson being red hot like that, a guy just catching fire like he did? Yeah, sure, I can appreciate it. I want him to keep shooting, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. It was good for us as a team to shoot the ball well, and obviously Brandon sparked that. And, um, you know, those four or five days that we had leading into that game were very were beneficial. We, we did a lot of things, and Brandon worked really hard, and the whole team did in those prep days. And, again, we said the bye came at the right time for us. Team you have familiarity with. You played Wichita before, tough game. It was before. Do you have the same kind of game plan going into that? Do you know something a little different going into this one? How do you handle it? I mean, look, I know this. I think they're playing better basketball than they were. I think they're playing really, really good basketball. It was a rock fight in Wichita, 54 to 52. They have had multiple close losses where they have played really good basketball. Um, again, we since that game, we've had one good offensive game, and that was the game we just had versus UTSA. So I think... Um, the fact that the game was when it was, I think both teams are playing a little bit differently on offense, maybe hopefully playing a little bit better, and we just know what kind of test it's going to be and challenge for us. Do you feel like you have a team at this point in the year that can win those different types of games, a rock fight in Wichita, kind of a shootout in, uh, in San Antonio? I mean, I don't think we've had enough games where we have scored in the 70s or 80s to say, hey, we feel comfortable playing in that area. If somehow we shoot the ball, better like we did the other day as the season goes down or our offense clicks and we're working on that every day believe me we spend a lot of time working on our offense and we did a lot of things that week leading into the UTSA game that thought paid off and we've continued to do those things and continue to add and all teams are evolving this time of year uh, so I can't say that I know we can play any style most of our games have been low scoring games but I hope and, and we are striving for our offense to be able to score 70 plus points I think it gives us a, a better opportunity if our defense is strong Back back to back road games, you split. You go to go to two tough environments. You come back now two home games. What does it mean to win those home games in conference and just to have that, just a good wins at home? Yeah, I mean, I think we have to really try and build a, a strong success rate at home, and we haven't had that this year in conference play to the level we like. We have, uh, you know, we have five wins, and we have three of them on the road in conference play. So that's a positive because winning on the road is extremely hard in conference, and I think that says something about our ball club. But by the same token, it's frustrating because we haven't been able to capitalize on some of our home games. Um, obviously, we've had a couple that have come down to the very last possession. But even with that being said, uh, yeah, you need to take care of home at all times. Was it kind of a practice, extra practice time since you didn't have the game in between, or was it a rest? Was there more downtime? Are you talking about this week? week, Yeah, Yeah, no. We've been on the court. We've been on the court. We 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 try and manage what we do on a day to day basis, but uh, by no means was it just rest. And we didn't approach it like, hey, we got to play a game on Wednesday because we didn't have it, or Tuesday because we have an extra day. We have a game plan. This plan is put into months back looking at sports performance looking at their bodies looking at what we're doing time on the court and then when you have an extra day instead of a Wednesday game you play Thursday you plan accordingly knowing that we play again on Sunday when you look at the league I mean like we said Wichita at the bottom the standings would still have been playing better have you been surprised at the way things have kind of played out to this point of the no year? not surprised here's what I know that their record is 
has zero indication of how good of a ball club they are. Uh, and I know that for a fact. I know that from their talent, their coaching staff, and the program that they have. This is a team that can beat anybody in the league, could go win the conference tournament, and I would not be surprised at something like that. That's how good of a team and coaching staff that they are. Uh, from that being said, I saw a statistic the other night watching a, a game in our league that 50% of the games in this conference have been decided by six points or less. Two possessions have decided over 50% of the games. All that tells you is there's great parity in this league. Coach, Quentin Bougie has been banged up. How has he looked this week in practice and preparation for tomorrow? I think he's looked better. He's been in and out. He's not uh, back 100%. You know, he played in the Charlotte game, and it's not like he's been 100% in all of practices. But he's nursing a, a serious injury that he had back on January 2nd. And, you know, there's days that he feels better, and there's days that it hurts a little bit more. And we'll see where he's at come game time tomorrow. At this point in the season, you hear about the freshman wall. A lot of your guys have been around. Do you notice any of that where the, the grind is kind of getting to them? How do you kind of push through that late in February and March? Yeah, it's a good point. You know, um, I think you got to just try and push through. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that the freshman wall, if we hit it, it was more in January and that the guys are ready for, for the final month of the season. Um, you know, we're right in the thick of it right now. We, you know, we're in the mix uh, in terms of um, where we are in the standings and, you know, what's in front of us. And so from a standpoint of the freshman wall or any wall from anybody, we have a lot of guys on our team that have played this time of year in meaningful games and now that has to carry over. And if a freshman has to latch on to one of those guys and see what it means to play in late February basketball because a lot of their high school seasons were just about ending this time last year, then that's what they got to do. But we're, we're pretty open about talking about this stuff, about where this team is, where everybody's individual mindset is, and what we have to do going game to game. So we'll talk about it. And if guys are tired, they got to push through. All right, there is Mike Schwartz. Uh, Charlie, do you also have the the Grant Williams question? All right, just for you, Atticus and Zach and Chandler and Jake Hunter, I threw you guys a bone and asked uh, Mike Schwartz about the Hornets acquiring Grant Williams, who he coached at Tennessee. Got a quick non-ECU, if you don't mind. Yeah. Just uh, Grant Williams just got traded to the Hornets. I know they're pretty awful this year, but hopefully he'll be around and uh, he'll be a part of that. But what kind of player is Grant Williams? I've always been a fan of. Yeah, he's, he's such a uh, he's extremely smart. He's a very smart person on and off the court. I mean, he's he's like a coach on the floor, and he will do anything in terms of what it takes to win. That's what he did when he was at Tennessee, and I don't see it being any different with Charlotte. But I don't know the role that they have him in. I know they're two and zero in their first two games with him, and I'm sure sure he's excited and family excited for him to be back in Charlotte. But as good of a player as he is, he's even a better person and uh charlotte got a good one all right there's mike schwartz uh now three and oh with grant williams chandler what did you say while that was running i can't say that on radio oh really no it's a bad term uh yeah well how about this chandler moving forward if you can't say it on the radio you can't say it off the radio that goes like even if i'm out in public and yes stuff? you wow. should uh, from now on i want you to think before i say this could i say it on the radio i think if you did that you'll you won't get in any trouble i can tell you that i'm taking out half of my vocabulary then 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 <laughs> then i didn't know that term you said was bad are you sure i just i'm afraid to say it on the radio i don't know if it is or not all right you are intriguing me greatly with this we'll ask uh, i gotta know we'll ask the the young kids um basically you were saying <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? What? 
What are you yelling he about? Yelled, He's two years older than me. What does that have to do with anything? He said, we'll ask the young kids. What do you want? You're you like a year and a half older oh, than me. Alex, true. you don't want to be old, man. Trust me. I feel old at the moment. You act I'm old. terrified for the future. You look old. You look about 38. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you look 38. <laughs> Just kidding, buddy. Hey, be young while you can, man, is all I'm saying. Be young while you can. So apparently, and we'll tell you all the, the word he used, but... I overhyped and overcomplimented Grant Williams to the point where it's really annoying and cringeworthy. I did that when I said I've always been a fan of him. Fine. All right. I didn't know it was coming off that way. I was just choking with you, man. Jeez. Was I doing this? Yes. <laughs> and that. And that right there. All right. We can't say that on the radio. We'll take a break. Come back. I'll... Uh, run through urban dictionary so i know what i can and can't say on the radio and we'll have more for you on pirate radio live after this listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back fifth street hardware restaurant and tap room is your favorite place in downtown greenville for lunch dinner or drinks with friends they serve lunch and dinner Tuesday through sen- uh, Sunday, rather, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow 5th Street on uh, Instagram for the latest events and specials. 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room, right beside the State Theater in downtown Greenville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Rock. <laughs> Tell me why ain't nothing but a- yeah, yeah. You're you're about 15 seconds off to that course. Well, so sorry. Well, I'll tell you uh, what I'm not sorry about. And that's to tell you that DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, you ain't got to be sorry about that, buddy. One of America's top-rated sportsbook apps is coming soon to North Carolina on March 11th. It won't be long until you can bet on same-game parlays, money lines, props right here in North Carolina with DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook has the best features, including odds boost and live betting. They also have uh, social betting groups where you can share your bets with your friends in real time. Like last night, if this was March 11th, and I told Zach, hey, uh, the Bonnies are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Fordham. Uh, That would be a pretty good pick, in my opinion. They blew out the Rams. Go Bonnies. If that was March 11th, Chandler, I could have won like 10 bucks on that. That would have been pretty cool. Uh, because you can bet on college basketball, hockey, so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and bet on all your favorite sports once we go live on DraftKings Sportsbook in March. March 11th, coming to North Carolina. 
you have a gambling problem, call 877-718-5543 or visit morethanagame.nc.gov. 21 plus, North Carolina only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements. See terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook slash NC. Do you understand that we've been waiting for this day? I overstand. Oh, well, do you overstand? Say less. <laughs> <laughs> that we've been waiting for this day to come for a long, long time. I know. I just, I, I, I guess, well, I mean, as a kid, I, I just figured the only places ever you could go to bet would be like Vegas, Vegas. and Atlantic City or something. If you were going to go gamble, if you were going to do, but as it became more mainstream it's kind of been frustrating that it hasn't happened before now you know yeah because so many states do have legal gambling but uh yeah you'll be able to throw a few bucks on a game if you choose to do so legally yes absolutely and gamble responsibly please yeah i mean look there is certainly bad sides to this and uh you know i have an addictive personality you do yeah i mean i uh, eating habits and smoking and yeah a lot of bad habits yeah you did I guess. <laughs> um so yeah it can be tough for people which is why if you do have a gambling problem you can be helped out with that number 877-718-5543 DraftKings. but gamble responsibly and make it fun and have a good old time and have a good old time it'll be here for the conference tournaments and March Madness. Dun, 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 dun. And the beginning of Major League Baseball season. Man, all kinds of different things that you could bet on through DraftKings. Um, I said the word that you said in the YouTube chat, and now Jamie and Chad are acting like complete children. We just can't have nice things in the chat right now. So, Jamie, Chad, y'all have fun. Um, let's get a National Day update as we can uh, continue on our Fleet Feet rundown. Haven't done this in a while. Fleet Feet. I didn't even read it yesterday because it was like... No, it was Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. Uh, it is National Wisconsin Day. Go Badgers. I would like to visit Wisconsin for one reason. They got good cheese, right? Yeah. I like cheese. The older I get, the less I eat cheese, but I do like cheese. Just think about it. You make a Mexican dish, you get your Mexican Fiesta cheeses. You make an Italian dish, you get your your mozzarella, your Parmesan. Parmesan, eh? You have a burger, you throw some cheddar or American on that. I made uh, chicken subs the other night, had Swiss with that. So many great cheeses. What's the connection with the badger in Wisconsin? I mean, I don't want to badger you, but <laughs> look it up yourself. <laughs> it is Singles Awareness Day. Chandler, are you aware of this day? I am very aware of it, and I'm aware of it every day. But did you know there are several benefits to being unattached? You can come and go as you please. <laughs> is, that, is that right? <laughs> what? Is that what true? did he say? <laughs> Um, no regard to your partner's schedule, wants, or needs. If you have other career opportunities, you can just bounce to Raleigh and join whatever you want to there. Okay. So it, uh, that's a good thing. Look at it as a positive. Uh, it is National Gumdrop Day. God, what year is this? Have you, I mean, 
this has got to be a thing of the past. All right, do y'all? I was in love with dots growing up. I've I've never really had them. Oh, dots is the best. Anybody else a dots fan in here? Oh, Shirley's getting on the mic. Dots. Can I hear dots? Dots, like the, the jelly yes. little candy. Oh, I thought you meant dipping dots. The little gumdrops. Um, oh. They're okay. No. Oh. They're not the best things in the world, but they're okay. Dots, yes. I just did a full 180. I thought you were referring to dipping dots, too. Like, nah, I'm good bro. with the frostbitten nah, the- ice cream, big dog, no. but dots, the gummies. Yes. All day, every day. Nah. Hmm. If I'm going to do some kind of jelly bean type flavoring, I'd go Mike and Ike. Mount Rushmore of candy dots mike and i red rages box is one of my all-time favorite candies yeah um and the other day zach had some uh watermelon sour patch kids yep. those things oh, were those great are the best good. yeah those are really they're good. really good really really good all right chandler and shirley and alex uh you love dots love dots yes wow dot at the end of that sentence what is period. what it what is an obscure i would I say mean, it obscure. obscure well i was gonna say obscure candy that maybe somebody might not know or maybe is not your typical everyday candy that somebody would like to i eat. don't think these are everyday anymore shirley maybe i maybe they are but i just remember like werther's original always being around my grandma's house oh yeah and yeah, i haven't had one in I, 30 years all right, I, don't, speak, I guess people still like them i don't know speak, oh, yeah. speaking of grandma's and candy the little strawberry candies. Oh, I was yeah. just Your about to say. Used to have yeah. in church. Yep. And and oh. and you do everything you name. can to try not to make all that noise when you're unwrapping it. Where do you even get those? Now? You don't. You I don't can know. order them on Amazon. But what are they even called? Is there even a brand name for them? I don't That's it right know. there. I don't know what they're no, those, those yeah, goodies right there. But like that, right? Yeah. Strawberry bon bonbons. Get, they were the best. Those are filled with strawberry filled. I don't think we want that. It was all just hard, right? Yeah. These but are, there was sometimes once you got to the center of it, then there was like there was like a je- feel like was uh, it? jelly yeah. or something. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, these are the ones. Yeah, you can buy those. Uh, I knew it was the ones just by the wrapping of it. Yeah. That those is a throwback, John. It's a good call. Yep. So, Anybody else? I liked uh, um, Whoppers. You remember okay. the Whoppers? Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember them. I, I like those. Let me ask a question. Chad said the orange gummy slices. I don't think I ever had those. They looked pretty gross. Oh, yeah. I like those, too. The go- Oh, oh, oh. The, the ones with the sugar on it? Yes. Okay. It's, it's a good I was thinking circus snack. peanuts is what I was thinking of. It's a good... Oh, uh, God. Those yeah. are terrible. Those are, aw- those are awful. Well, we've come a long way in candy in our lives. We have. We let, have. Let me ask a question, guys. We got to take a break. Let, me, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Why? Why do people like li- licorice? I love it. What is wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with well, me. I mean, I feel like a lot of people like it. I'm like, so I just, glad you brought no this taste up. To it. Now, I'm so are, glad you, are you referring up. to red licorice or are you referring to black licorice? Black licorice. Black. <laughs> it's black. <laughs> I, I like, like black things. licorice. You can't ask that question. And there are different. I mean, and, and licorice comes in black or red. I think everybody who eats Twizzlers is lying to themselves and others about There's how it tastes. Not, yes, Are you kidding good. me? I, you just sat there and watched me eat like six pieces and, of and the I'll Twizzlers. And I'll keep watching. I will not partake. He's calling you a straight-up liar. I, I, I love Twizzlers. You little liar. Nope. <laughs> You're a liar. I like the strawberry ones. I'm cherry and watermelon, yeah, but I, I love the strawberries. Those are my favorite. They have hey. different flavors? Yes, they do. Dot boy, throw us the break. <sighs> 
All right, we'll be right back after this break because we have one more break to take and we still have a stock market report. Report? 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 We'll have our (laughs) stock market report. Uh, We'll have the stock market report right after this. Right after this, our hair. Herb to dirt. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, quickly, it was a good day for the stock market. The Dow was up 348 points at 38,773. The NASDAQ was ahead 47 at 15,906. And the S&P gained 29 points and finished out the day at 5,029. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors uh, stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors uh, at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. What are the knuckleheads doing back there? Ah! Were y'all getting video of me or were you looking at Chandler eating? Did you not see what he was doing? Chandler? Yes. No. What were you doing? Just eating popcorn. He was like a rabid animal. Ferociously. <laughs> Quick, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Y'all are silly, man. All right, let's head over to Minji's, East Carolina. Let's do it. And Wichita State. Coming up Friday, we got a real treat for you. Shirley Rhodes will be gone. We'll miss her. But in her seat will be Wes Hines. In that seat will be Alex Harper. The new dynamic duo on radio. Uh, we will talk to you Friday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For the crew, I'm Clip Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.